The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road, it's where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I want to settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home so if you want to join me for a while, just grab your hat and come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on. Thank you to James Whale. Thank you to the young, the young beatboxers he had in the studio. I didn't want to... They were very nice young men. Very nice young men. Fans of mine. Fans of the 11 o'clock show. One of them was. The other one was not such a nice guy. Um, but what's interesting is I could have outbeat... I could have beatboxed their backsides off. Oh, yeah. Yes, I could have done. But I didn't want to embarrass them. There were two of them doing the beatboxing noise there. And I could have done double the beatboxing noises with uh, half the mouths. Mm-hmm. And with one mouth. Such as, go on. Yeah, so good job we didn't do that. That would have been embarrassing it would have for been. them. It would have been. Uh, this is the late night alternative. Uh, it's Wednesday evening, guys. My name is Ian Lee. You, you are? Catherine Boyle. And um, it is a merry roller coaster of mirth, madness, and sometimes a little bit of sadness. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. 0344 499 1000. We'll sit here 
and we'll talk about life, the universe, and indeed everything. And um, you can chip in or not, as the case may be. Uh, you think you're, you seem a little bit better, perkier than mm. you were yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm under quite heavy sedation, but I'm all right. Okay, sedation for the nation when you meet him at the station, and there's a little tiny little bit of masturbation. Um, I'm I'm still I'm, well. I'm still coming off these pills. It's now for, day fourteen. Yeah, and how's that going now? I'm, I'm I feel like I'm I'm di- you were you were um, chatting to me earlier on, and I had to stop 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 the conversation. I had to go. I'm really sorry. I'm not I'm not here. I'm not in, I'm not in this conversation. Yeah, I'm not he said, here. I'm not being rude to you. It's not you. Yeah. I really want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. But let's just stop. I can't. I'm not. I'm not in this conversation. Yeah. It was weird. I could hear it going on, and I could hear me saying stuff. But I was, so I feel very distant, very confused. It may be, it may be the halving of the Venla vaccine, the effects or... By the way, thank it's you. It's totally that. What else is it going to be? Well, I'll tell you in a second. Oh, because oh, I did something very spooky today. I may have awoken a gypsy's curse. Not a gypsy, a traveller. Not a traveller, you can't say it. Not a tinker. An Egyptian. Um, but, um, but, but th- I just want to say, I'm doing a sincere thing now. Loads of people have got in touch and said, um, that they have been through the same things coming off pills. In fact, someone got in touch today, I won't, no names, no pack drill, you know, you threaten these things, you know, saying that, um, they, they tried coming off, I think the same, no, different pills, certainly. And, um, after 10 days, they gave up because they were about to walk, get out of their job, get up from the seat that they were sat in at work. And tell the boss to stick his job up his backside and walk out. And they thought, well, hang on a minute, that isn't, that's not normal behaviour. So they went back on the pills. Mm-hmm. And I was, isn't that, isn't that funny? Because I was telling you that I really wanted to quit yeah. this job. A job that I love. I love this job. When I'm clear thinking, I love it. What a thrill. I get to come and show off to my best mate and to you, dear listener, for three hours a night. And here's the thing, they pay us for it. So I love this job, and also, even if I hated this job, I couldn't quit because I'm broke at the moment, you know, divorce and what have you. And yet, I've really wanted to quit this job. And every day this week, I've spent the whole time, until I've sat in this chair thinking, from waking up to sitting in this chair thinking, I'm going to do a sickie tonight. I can't do tonight's show. Well, that's just because life in general has got overwhelming. Like you were telling me, well, well, you were telling us yesterday, that you had to make a number of phone calls to tradespeople who will want your yeah. business. Yeah. But it all seemed like too much. You were doing one at a time and then having to space but that's them out. It. Life isn't particularly overwhelming at the moment. I'm approaching a moment of great serenity in terms mm. of the divorce happening and stuff like that. No, but the chemical thing is telling yeah. you that it's too much. Oh, yeah. So when this fella messaged me and said, I had the same thing and I was going to tell my boss to, to stick it, I was like, oh, okay, right, that's a common thing. So And, and the reason I wrote it is because I haven't seen anything... As ex- if you were, it's a blog I wrote about come, trying to come off about coming, not trying coming off and, and coming uh, off of these. It's true, off of these antidepressants that I've been on for years, right? And ianlee dot com, go there and you'll see the blog. And because I could, I haven't seen. I'm not searched that massively, but I've not seen anything that's as detailed as that. Now you sent me a couple of forum yeah. posts where people are going, hey, I'm going through this, this, and this. Is anyone else going through it? Well, one of them was an article, and then underneath there were loads of people talking to each other, and it seemed like they were really helping each yeah. other. So I thought, well, I'm going, I'm going in. I'm, I'm writing this thing, and I'm going to be. Now there's no one to tell me, you know, not to stop sharing stuff. I'm sharing it. I'm going to be as bleak and as open and uh, as I can be. But and and it's paid off because loads of people. 
um, have got in touch, um, including someone I used to go to school with, but bizarrely enough, uh, have got in touch and said, oh, well, loads of people have got in and said supportive things, which is great, thank you very much. But more importantly, uh, I think, I think I might need a filling. Um, only my second filling in 45 years, that's not bad. No. Second visit to the dentist? No, 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 I used to go every six months. Okay. I used to go, I, I, up, until, up until probably about five years ago when we moved to Windsor, I used to go every six months, every six months. I was brought up proper... And then we moved to Windsor, and I just, I just kind of lost my dental mojo. I just couldn't be bothered. Um, I've been a few times, but every time you go, they go, you've got to go to the hygienist. And I really hate the hygienist. It's so, just so bloody and painful. I've never been. I don't go. I went once, and he really hurt me. To the me, dentist so or the again. hygienist? Hygienist. Oh, it's horrible. Anyway, um, so uh, uh, more importantly than the people sending their, their words of support was the identification from lots of people from the same drug from different drugs, people who'd, who'd done it successfully and were glad to be free, people who'd, who'd, who'd done it and then bailed out halfway through. And then the few people going, well, why, why are you, you don't understand why you're giving up? What are you giving up for? What's the problem with it? There's no shame in it. Well, no, listen, I've been on antidepressants for years, man. Decades, probably, with a few breaks in between. I've, no, I've never said there's any shame in it. Say, they, they saved my life. They literally saved my life. I suspect I would have would have hanged myself by now. Had I not been uh, 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 been on them, um, but I just want to see. I, I I do feel that by the new year I will be in a more um, uh, emotionally comfortable place than I have been for a long time. You know, the divorce will be done before Christmas. Hopefully, um, I'm in a nice house. I should I should hopefully be. Um, fingers crossed. Touch wood. I'm getting a few quid in January that will just buy me a tiny little bit of breathing space after it being quite tight for a while um you know you know all of this stuff and so i just want to see if i can do it. i just want to poke my head out and just see if i can walk god's green earth without a very strong you know chemicals rattling around that are kind of stabilizing i want to feel the highs and i want to embrace the lows. I want to. Cr- I want to cry. I want to ejaculate. I want to do all these things, and I want to try it. So the plan is to try it and see how it goes. And so I've got another two weeks of, of on this seventy-five milligrams. And at the end of the two weeks, I'm probably because I'm I'm probably going to stop taking it altogether. This is the suggestion of my psychiatrist, and a lot of people have said that the the cuts I'm taking are, are too big. My my psychiatrist is one of the best in the country, and I was surprised when he suggested such big drops. But do you know what? I'm prepared to I'm prepared to listen and to he's him. He's talking about you. He's not yeah, talking yeah. about anybody else. And this go. is the problem, right? You put stuff on yeah. Twitter, yeah. and everyone's reaction is, "Oh, but what about me? Yeah. And yeah. how does this impact on me? And actually, that's not what you're saying. This no. is you're talking about your particular, you know, your particular path that you're going yeah. along. And if it's helpful, fine. If it's not, then you know, don't see it as a criticism of of you if you're reading Twitter. Yeah. So I'm. This is what this is what I'm doing. So 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 in two weeks, hopefully, I'm going to come off them completely, and then I'll probably have another month, six weeks, two months of rattling around and feeling lousy again. Um, and then we'll see how it feels. I'm going to kind of give myself two months of being uh, uh, antidepressant free. Uh, and at the end of the two months, I'm well. I'm going to be in constant contact with my psych anyway. I'm e- emailing him. Um, and at the end of the two months, here we go. And we 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 we, <laughs> we, say, we go. I mentioned the word God, and uh, he's calling in. God's actually calling in. Um, and at the um, end of the two months, if I'm feeling lousy and I want to kill myself, 
um, then I'll meet on my psych and say, uh, is this going to go on for much longer? Or is this it? Is this it? Is this as good as it gets? Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just, I've just got to, I've got to try. Um, 0344 1000 Let's, um, I've got a feeling we're not going to go very long with this. I mean, the, uh, uh, oh, hang on a minute. Hang so, on a minute. Do you want to place bets on what's going to be said? Oh, man. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Yes, Ken. Good evening, Ian and Ray Cathy. Hi, Kenny. I had a, I had a pastor in Canada a number of years ago, Ian, who was a hardcore heroin addict, then he developed into methadone. But uh, he tried to commit suicide three times before he became a Christian. Can I just tell you about that to help you and encourage you at this time in your life? We all need help. Everybody needs help. Can I tell you a wee bit about this man's life story? Yeah, go on. He was a wonderful Christian pastor. Go on. Well, he was in. He lived in uh, Tio, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he was involved in uh, drug running. And he was the heavy with the pistol in the gang he was in. Oh. And uh, he got heavily uh, addicted to. Uh, Heroin. Never tried it, and the only reason I never tried it, I couldn't find it. That's that's the God's honest truth. Couldn't find it. Didn't know where to go for it. So that's the only reason. Well, that, that's a good thing then. Yeah, it is a very good yeah. thing. Yes, but anyway, uh, his life deteriorated, and he gets so uh, heavily addicted, he lost his personality. I'm just going to trying to remember now his testimony. He used to testify about how he was changed and set free from that situation. Yeah. But he, he lost his personality. Yeah. And what he used to do was he would pretend sometimes he was John Wayne, okay. uh, then another uh, film star, then di- different film stars. He lost his own personality. Yeah. Yeah. And he gets so uh, desperate and depressed with his life that he, he decided to electrocute himself. Gosh, that's, that's, so, a, that's, a, that's a, way to, a way to do it. Right. Right. Yeah, and what he said sorry, was he, he, rented a, he, rented, he rented a, a motel room. Yes. And he got a bucket of water. Yep. Stood in the water up to his ankles. Why did he not he stand in the bath? The well, what he, this is what he did. Yeah. He took off the, the switch and the, and the, the light. Yes. And uh, stuck his fingers into the, uh, the electric wires. Okay. Okay. Well. Nothing happened. He right. couldn't believe it. Yeah. And he got angry. So he jumped, he jumped, he ran, ran out the... Uh, I would put the TV hotel. in the bath. Well, you could do it anyways, but I'm just trying, trying to tell you what he yeah. tried that to do. That would have worked. He's in contact with the water. Yeah. You know, it would have been plugged in. What do, you mean? what do you mean it needs to be in contact with well, the water? If it's just him standing in a bucket with dry fingers, that's not going to work, is Maybe it? Maybe he licked his fingers. Okay. Did he lick his fingers, Ken? I have no idea. I'm just I'm just remembering what he told okay. us, and, and that's what he said. He, he he put his hands on the bare wires, mm-hmm. fish, pulled the switch and the the light, and poor soul feeling happened. so low that um he, he felt that was the only the only answer. That's, uh, yes, that's a lousy he, point he, to reach. Yes, he, he reached a, 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 a. He just wanted to give up in his life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, after that, after remembering here what he said, yeah. he went out. He got angry. And he ran out the uh, the motel room and he stole a motorbike. Oh, this is a bad guy. This is a na- this is a naughty guy. He was a bad guy. Very but naughty. But anyway, what he did was 
in the highways in the States, sometimes they're separated by uh, uh, one strand of wire and wooden pylons. Yes. And he, he got off the highway and, and he, he came to an area which was at the same uh, height as his neck. Yeah. So he backed off the wire. Yeah. 30 or 20 yards, whatever it was, yeah. and then full throttled into the wire, hoping to decapitate himself. Yeah. And the wire burst. Wowzers. And he got thrown off his bike. Beautiful. But didn't get harmed. But they're still, these wire cords are about a, an inch in diameter. Yeah. Broke at, at his neck. Yeah. We, we finish anyway, at one o'clock, Ken. Right, and anyway, after that, he got so angry, man, he jumped on his bike and he headed down the highway and he came to a bit where there was oncoming traffic and there was a big, massive truck coming toward him yeah. and he full throttle right head first into yeah. the truck. Yeah. It was thrown about 30 feet in the air. Wow. Nothing happened. He didn't get hurt and the truck driver came out and he couldn't believe it. Well, now it's, now, it, now, it sounds like, now it sounds like rubbish. Up until then I was like, well, okay, maybe. But now it sounds like rubbish. So you went head well, first into the front. Rubbish, he man. went head first into... <laughs> Let's have a conversation, Ken. Instead of you preaching at me, why don't we engage okay. in a conversation? So you're telling okay. me this guy went head first on a motorbike into the front of a truck, was th- thrown 30 feet, and he wasn't injured at all? Not hurt. Right. Well, that's, that's rubbish. That, I don't believe it. I think that's a, I think that's a made-up story. It's a great story. It's a made-up story. And if you're now going to okay. wrap it up in the lovely because he was protected by Jesus... No, 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 no. Listen, let me, let me finish. Well, then stop. Want, okay, okay, okay we've got the idea. Stop giving me examples of how he tried to kill himself in, 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 in more and more outlandish ways and was unhurt. And let's get to the, let's get to the punchline. Let's get to the nub. <laughs> get, I want the, the nub. The punchline is, yeah. after this, he met some born-again Christians. Oh, poor soul. Who prayed for him. Yeah. And he couldn't understand anything, but he went to his where he lived, and he lay in his bed, and all he did was he lay in his bed and he yep. cried out, God, okay. help me. All right, well, to cut a very long story short, although it's too late for that, so Jesus worked for him, and that's fantastic. Well, he after that, he began to read the Bible, and he okay. came to Jesus, and let me tell you, he was instantly delivered from methadone addiction, methadone, Method- whatever you Methadone. Okay, well, that's that's great. So that worked for him. Totally. And, 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 what, and at no point in this conversation have you heard me mocking Jesus. So Wonderful. It's great. I never do. I never do. I mock you. And I mock other uh, religious. Uh, well, that's okay. biggest... that well, fine. Well, then don't. Well, they, they don't accuse me of, of mocking Jesus because I don't. Well, and well I done for. I haven't said that. You I have said, said that, that many, many times. Many, many times, Ken. Okay, that's great. That worked for him, and that's fantastic. If, if listen, no, if, Jesus, if, if, if Jesus, if Jesus, if Jesus, if Muhammad, if Allah, if Buddha, if the twelve steps, if uh, if whatever works for people, and d- saves them from addiction and brings them happiness. I'm f- that's cool, man. It's cool. Whatever works, that's cool. And that worked for him. That's great, man. Well, well done, he. Well, you get serious about Jesus, Ian, man. No, like I'm not. In- I've, I've, I've looked into Jesus, and it's not. It's not my trip, man. I've, I, honestly, I've, I've, I looked into it. I, I used to go to Sunday school. I used to go to Wednesday club. I've looked into it. It doesn't work for me. Now, here we go. Because like, I've made no judgment on this person. I've, I've done nothing but offer, um, you know, praise that that worked for him, and it works for a lot of other people. As do a lot of the other faiths. As do some more scientific approaches. As do spiritual programs like the twelve step programs. Whatever works for those people is groovy and I certainly would never knock it if it makes them happy and if it gets them clean from drugs 
I, I can assure you, Ken, and thank you for your persistence, Jesus, certainly not at this stage in my life, and I, I suspect at, at no stage in my life, but, I, you know, never say never, but Jesus right. is not for me. He is for you. No, he, no, 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 Ken, listen to what yes, I'm... Yes, 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 Ken, yes, yes. Ken, Ken, listen he to what... You. Ken, let's have a conversation, mate. Well, you're not letting me say a word now. You've said... You've, you've just spoken for about eight, nine, ten minutes. So, you've yeah, you've, you've spoken quite a lot. You've spoken for nine minutes, because you called it... We started you at 13 minutes past. So you've spoken okay. for nine minutes. So let's engage in a conversation, right? Right. Jesus right. Christ, I don't believe him. I don't think he existed. I don't think he was the son of God. Um, right. I'm not going to knock you for believing that. But also, I'm going to show you the respect of not condemning you for your beliefs. And I, I would kind of... I kind of like the same respect from you, of you accepting my beliefs. But you don't seem capable of doing that, and I just wondered why. Of course why. I do. I've, I meet people like you every day, Ian, who refuse to believe in Jesus. No, 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 no. You've, done, you've just choice. done refuse refuse to believe. There you go. You, what, what you've said there is a very, very um, uh, arrogant and controlling sentence. I meet people like you every day who refuse to believe. No, 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 no. Yes. I don't refuse yes. to believe. I don't refuse to believe. I do not believe. I don't refuse to believe. I do not believe. There's a really huge difference there, which in your in, in your judgmental arrogance, and I've not made one judgmental comment tonight about your faith, um, but in your judgmental arrogance, you have to demean me for not no, believing. No, no. I'm phoning because I am concerned about you. I love you as a person. Well, then show me love. Show me love. Show me love instead of arrogance. Show me love. Show me love instead of arrogance and condemnation. Show I me love. I am showing you love by being willing to make myself vulnerable to your your replies. But you don't make yourself vulnerable. You, There's no vulnerability and to tell in you. you. And to tell you that your only hope, my only hope... Here we go. Stop the Jesus. clock. My only hope... Is not yes. Jesus because Jesus That's does why not exist. You're in trouble. So, you're oh, in trouble gee. because you refuse to believe. Jesus in Christ. Jesus. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Ken. Now I'm get, now I am getting angry because I've been really polite to you and I've been very generous of spirit to you. And I'm not a Christian. You're the Christian, and you've been very um, the opposite of of generous of spirit. You've been very no, self. No, no, you've been no, very no. selfish. You've been very selfish. You've been arrogant. You've looked down on me and you've condemned no. me. No, yes, no, you have. No, you no, have. No, now, Ken, no. we can do this nicely. Bear in mind, I'm not the Christian, and I'm the one that's being <laughs> I, nice. I am very nice to you. You're not. You're rude. You call I'm me. You call me nice. the Antichrist. I pray for you, man. I pray you call for your me. You, well, instead of instead of instead of praying to to your God, why why uh, why don't you be nice to my face? You phone me up and call me the Antichrist. You tell me the reason I'm ill is because I don't believe in Jesus Christ. Well, that's bollocks. Yes, that's, that's bollocks. Why you are ill. That's that's, that's rubbish. That's Ill. dangerous. That's dangerous rubbish. And talk like that leads people to kill themselves. No, don't blame me, my friend. I'm telling you, Jesus wants talk to Talk like that. Me. Talk like that. Imagine, imagine if I were a Christian. Imagine if I believed in that, all that nonsense, right? And I were a Christian, okay? And I was struggling with mental health issues, or I was, you know, for whatever reason. I was depressed, I was anxious, whatever reason. And a Christian said to me, well, the reason that you're depressed, the reason that you're in pain, the reason that you're suffering is because you don't believe in Jesus enough. Wow. What, what impact could that have on a young, vulnerable 
mentally ill Christian. I'm not loving Jesus enough, but you I dedicate my... I'm not... Jesus. Ken, you're not listening because I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about me. You see, you don't listen. I you am wait. listening Well, to then you. who am I talking about? Well, you're aiming this at me, but I'm... No, who, you, I'm who am I talking about? Who am I, I talking am about? The, Ken, prove... Ken, the, Ken, prove you've been listening to me. Who am I talking about? You don't regard me as a genuine Christian. Ken, incorrect. Me. Incorrect answer. Try again to prove you've been well, listening well, to me. To prove it does not That's not what anyone see, else thinks about. To prove you've you been listening to me. Ken, you Ken, when I'm talking, they can't hear you. When I'm talking, they can't hear you. It's the way the computers are filtered, right? To give you okay. one more chance. To prove you've actually been listening to the words I've been saying and not just waiting for the pauses so you can deliver your speech tonight. To prove you've been listening... When I said, oh, I, I, don't, I don't believe in Jesus enough, I, I, I dedicate my life to him and I don't believe in... And I'm being told that I'm depressed because I'm, I don't believe in Jesus. Who am, I, who am I referring to then? Who am I being? You're referring to someone who needs help, who's in mental trouble, whoever it is. OK, Ken. Yeah, Ken, uh, listen, mate, I've given you 14 minutes. You've not listened to a word I've said. I've had the decency to I listen. I am listening. You've I've not had, listened to a word I've I have had said. the decency. I could quote every word back to you, you that you've said. You are not listening to a I word I've said quote, to you. I could quote... You are in rebellion Ken, against Jesus. No, I'm in rebellion That's against idiots problem. like you. I could quote that every... Ken, Ken, listen. I could quote back that every... Is Ken, problem, listen, listen. Listen, Ken, I could quote back every single word you've said to me tonight. Would you like me to? I could you quote back every like. I could quote back every single you word to you. Like. I bet you couldn't quote you, back one sentence I've said to you. Listen, I have phoned your respond for one respond to what I've just said. Respond to what I've just said. I could I could quote Ken. I could quote you because I am concerned about you as a man. I could quote the only reason I have I could quote No you've not. You phone me in to belittle. I don't mock you every time. I don't mock you every time. I don't But I'm willing to take your mockery because you You don't listen, Ken Ken. Here's the thing. I'll set you a challenge. Listen. Let's see if you can listen for the first time in 15 minutes, OK? Here's a challenge. Quote back one sentence I've said to you. Go on. No, I won't even attempt to do that. Because I can quote you're back... I could quote back... I could quote back everything you you've said to me. trying to get off the matter I am discussing. No, you I am proving that you do I not listen and you are arrogant. You are health. arrogant and you do not listen. I could quote I back... I am not arrogant. I Far could from being quote... Arrogant, I'm an honest man. You're I not... You're a fantasist. I love you you're a liar. The you story you told about the pastor was a lie. The story you told about the pastor was a lie. I could quote back that entire story. You can't quote back one sentence well, you see, I've said you to you. I don't believe anything about Jesus. That's I don't believe a trouble. bloke on a motorbike hits a lorry and flies 30 feet and doesn't get injured. I don't believe that. No, of course not. Silly. Listen, I know a lady who was raised from the dead. OK, Ken, on that bombshell, mate, thank you very much indeed. <laughs> now he's talking about zombies! I could, I, honestly, I could, I could do that entire phone call. All, all 15 minutes of it, he couldn't quote one sentence I'd said to him. Do you think it's because a Christian with depression wouldn't fit his narrative, or do you think he li- he just didn't hear you at he all? He doesn't listen. doesn't want to listen. doesn't want to listen. I don't mock Jesus. I say, listen, if that works for you, if that saves you from drug addiction, if that saves you from uh, depression, if that... I know people that turn to religion when their marriages broke down, and it worked, it saved them. Brilliant. Whether it's Jesus, or it's Allah, or it's Buddha, or it's... Shinto, or it's the I Ching. 
Or jogging. Or jogging. Whatever it is. If it works for you, right, and um, no-one else is getting hurt, I, that's fine. I I'm not going to knock that. I'm not going to knock that. Well, unlike Ken, who knocks everything else. Anyway, that's um, it was supposed to be a light-hearted show this evening, and we got off full moon. It is the full moon tonight. It's not full moonish. It's actual full moon. Oh three four four seventeen minutes of my life. I won't get back. Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lagged antipodeans. Good night, covers. Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. If you are a new listener, it gets heavy. It gets light. You can phone in now. And Tell us your favourite B side if you want. It really is. Um, it's that. It's that much of um, a, a, a turnabout. I'd, halfway through that sentence, I was thinking, I don't know where this is. I don't know how to end this, and I ended it with turnabout. Turnabout was a great um, daytime quiz yeah, show. Yeah, I could with, never work out the rules of that. It was easy. Rob, Cur- Rod, Rob Curling, Rod Cur- Turnabout. You basically had to turn balls. It was like sort of. Um, um, the Japanese game Go, I think it's called. What's uh, it's like? It's like um, run out, suddenly run it all out, becomes just clear. Run out of words. <laughs> just run out of words. This is what's happening. I can't follow a thought, thought through. And tomorrow, I've got to do this TV show with Danny Baker, Lisa Tarbuck, um, Susan Kalman, and Richard Coles, and others. And I can't finish a thought. And I've got to perform two songs, only one of which I know the words to. The other one. I don't know, I don't know the words, and I also, it's, the, the, the beginning bit is in my key, and then the chorus is all falsetto, uh, and then it drops halfway through the chorus. But, um, it's only in and out of breaks, right? So you don't hear the first ten and last ten seconds. Shut up, man, I'm, 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 but I want to, you know me, You don't have Catherine, to give it six now. I'm a, I'm a performer. Uh, I've decided, by the way... That every live performance I do, and I don't mean the radio show, but every live performance in front of a, 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 a ticket-buying audience, from now on, I'm going to be proper showbiz, and I'm going to sing a song. And it is starting, and if you're doing a show with me, Catherine, you're singing the song too, and it is starting this Saturday at the uh, Rabbit Hole Picture Show. Sam looks delighted. Handful of, Sam's going to be there. A handful of tickets left, uh, ianlee.com slash event. We're showing Fright Night. Oh, we're opening up with a, with me and Kath doing a duet, which we're not going to get to rehearse together. No, probably I, just as well. I didn't know any of the words. I thought he was saying you. I didn't know he was saying brew. Yeah. I didn't know it. I, know. I, thought, it was, I thought it was singing about you. I thought it was groove. Um, so we're going to sing My that. My daughter thought it was poo. I have found a great B-movie to show. It's a little short film, about five minutes long. That someone that Tim Heidecker posted online, and I got in touch with the guy that made it and said, "Dude, this is beautiful. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. Would you mind? Uh, I've got this film club. Could we could we show this in London?" He's like, "Yes, this is this little indie filmmaker? It's this five minute thing. Oh, it's stunning. It's so good. It, I, 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 um, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you okay. later. It's so good. It's beautiful and weird. It's only about four and a half five minutes long." Um, so we're going to show that. Then we're going to have the main event, Fright Night. Then we'll have a little break. Then when we come back, we've got um, Gary Smart, who made a, a documentary about Fright Night, and we'll have a little interview with him, and we'll take questions, and we'll, discuss, we'll workshop it. We'll discuss it like it's a book club or something. Uh, th- th- so that's this Saturday. Uh, 7 o'clock, I think, the doors open. 
6.30 or 7, the doors open in King's Cross. A few tickets left. Should be a laugh. Um, it's a really cool place. You're going to love it. Yeah, it's a wicked place. Two North Down. It's a great venue. Comedy venue. Um, and then the next one is, is on a Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock, November the 27th. And now a few, f- few films are starting to take shape. I talked about this Chris Needham video, teenage video diary, and the BBC said, oh, you can't have it. You can't charge people to see it, right? And I replied going, oh, that's odd, because I remember paying to see it 15 years ago in my slightly stroppy way. Then they replied, oh, sorry, our mistake. Yeah, you might be able to. The, the BFI own it. Thanks that, for looking. That first, that first email was the default position for looked. somebody who can't be bothered. I hadn't looked. So I've been in touch with the BFI. They own it. They're going to let us do it. You've got, you've got to give them about four weeks' notice, but they're going to let us do it. So we're going to show Chris Needham, probably as a B-movie, because I think it's only about 50 minutes long. It's incredible. And the BFI might also own Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park, which I really, really want to show. It's going to be an expensive night. It's going to cost us like 250 quid to okay. get these movies. Um, um, and at a future date as well... We're also hoping that we might be able to persuade Nick Broomfield to come along. I, that, that we're literally at the stage of, I thought, oh, Kurt and Courtney followed by uh, Nick Broomfield Q&A. Wouldn't that be something else? And I've, I've just I've sent off emails today. That's it. That's as far as we've got. But that would be great. Imagine, I mean, I, I love Nick Broomfield. We both do. Um, and I'm, I think I've seen all of them. There's a couple, actually, I know that, I've, that you can't really get hold of. Um, and I've interviewed him a few times, and he's so delightful. Um, but imagine watching watching it, watching a film, and then... Because after all of his... You've never seen a Nick Broomfield. I think most of them are on Netflix. Go and enjoy yourself. Go and watch... What's the sex one? Is it Fetishes? Is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. Um, fetishes. There's one about the chicken ranch. That was one of the early ones. Yeah, the, um, the white supremacist. Yeah. Um, the, was it the, the, the driver? Anyway, d- d- don't watch Kurt and Courtney. That's ours. Right? That's, that's for us to share together. But, but, but you watch one of those films, and you just sit back and go, flipping it, the balls of that guy. But now we'll be able to go... Flipping it, you've got some balls. That's if he says yes. That's that's some way down the line. But that's kind of where we're hoping to go with this fil- with this rabbit hole picture show. Um, it's eight quid on Saturday, man. You can't even get a big um, tub of popcorn for that in a London cinema. It's eight quid to get in. You're going to see a movie. You're going to get a B movie. You're going to get a little bit of live entertainment. You're going to get an expert talking about it. And there's a bar that's going to be open throughout the whole. Show. And it will be a proper giggle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're welcome. If, you know when you're at home and you're watching the telly and someone, you know, I don't know, someone comes in wearing a hat and you go, no, let's stay and act it. <laughs> you can do that here. I'm hoping you'll come up with slightly cleverer, funnier lines and look at the state of that tit. But do you know what? That would be funny. In fact, I want someone to shout out, look at the state of that tit. Uh, on Saturday. Oh, there'll be plenty of that. I mean, yeah. it was, it's, a, it's a very stylized film. Yeah. <laughs> it's very 80s. I cannot wait. It's, I've not seen the movie. Kath has seen it. It's going to be a laugh. It's going to be a giggle. And as always, with these things, me and Kath stick around afterwards if you want pictures done. Sam's going to be there as well. If you want pictures... Yeah, if you Hello? want to collect all three. Hello. Um... um sorry, email's coming in. Um, it's very exciting exciting times uh, go to the ads this is important Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee doing lots of things that we don't know about we can't control on Talk Radio yes great Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Very busy on the phones the last couple of nights, pre full moon, and now it is actual 
full moon. Very quiet on the phone. Everyone's out howling. Everybody is out howling. Um, good evening, Alan. <laughs> howling Caddock. Right, boss. You're very well, boss. Where are you? I've got an exclusive for you. Oh, yeah, go on. It's on my guide. Now. <laughs> the first review of Bohemian Rhapsody. Go on, let's hear it. I've got a feeling this is going to be a stinker. No, exactly. It's really, really good. It's just more about the story of Freddie Mercury than the band Cream. It's about. It's not about Cream. It's about Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he wasn't in Cream. Cream. Cream, you know, yeah, he wasn't in Cream. That was Eric Clapton and Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker. No, I'm talking about Her Majesty. Okay. He wasn't in her. So, have you seen the film, then? I've just been to the cinema to see it. So this is your review of the film. Not, My first review. Not not an official review by someone like Baz Bannigboyne or Paul Ross. No, this is not, I'll, I'll give you a review for your listeners, so they can go the weekend. Hang on a minute. Let's get, let's get some appropriate... Um, um, hang on. Let's get some appropriate music in the background. And, um... Did you have a hot dog, Alan? I had pretzels. You had a what-what? Pretzels. Pretzels. Oh, yeah, I can't stand pretzels. Right, Alan, let's hear your review of the Queen movie. Away you go. Well, it stars Willie Malik as Freddie Mercury, who was born Freddie Barusa. And he had a relationship with a girl called Mary Austin. And he met with with Brian May and Roger Taylor... Who's in the band Smile and they formed a cream right. with John Deacon. I'm going to stop you there. You're not reviewing the oh, film. No. no, shut up. You're not reviewing the film. You're just telling us the history of Queen. Are you reading Wikipedia? No, I am out of the mountain, Birmingham City Centre, waiting for the bus home. I want a review of the film, not the history of Queen. Try again. I thought the film was really good. It touched on Freddie's life a great deal, especially when he was diagnosed with AIDS. So I thought they dealt with that very carefully. Not giving too much away about the illness, and um, the finale piece was one they performed at live. It was about 20 minutes long, and it was real good in how they recreated the old Wembley Stadium with the Twin Towers. Uh, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I don't think Queen were involved in the Twin Towers, were they? No, uh, the old Wembley Stadium I'm talking about. I don't think Wembley Stadium... What you're saying, suggesting Wembley Stadium hijacked an aeroplane? What are you talking about, man? No, this is before 9-11. These were the original Twin Towers. Oh, I see, the Wembley Stadium Twin Towers. OK. So so 20 minutes of it was not Queen doing a concert. The last last 20 minutes. Was not Queen doing a concert. It is. So the last 20 minutes of the movie is not Queen doing a concert. It is Queen doing Live Aid. Well, is it Queen doing Live Aid or is it the actors doing Live Aid? It's, it, was, it was the actors miming to Queen So it's doing not Live right. Aid. OK, this gets even worse. So the last 20 minutes of the film... Is not Queen not singing? Yes? They were singing. They were miming to when Queen did the live performance at Live Aid. Let's get this straight. The last 20 minutes of the film is not Queen not singing, but they are singing, but it's not actually them. It was the actors miming to Queen it doing live sounds... Aid. So the last 20 minutes of the film is people miming? That's a movie these days? Dear God! <laughs> you might as well go on you. I could go on YouTube and watch actual Queen doing Live Aid if I was I... so inclined. Listen to this, Caddick. I'm going to be Freddie Mercury. 
if you do that, I'm watching Taylor. Well, I'm going to be uh, Brian May. Well, we need someone else to be John Deacon. No, he's not turned up. Well, he's shat. Yeah, he's shat. Oh, Kath, Kath rubbing her boobies against the microphone. I don't know what that is. That's uh, Queen of... I mean, they're a lousy band. A couple of good songs. Let's name the five... I thought, I thought they were a lot of fun. Let's name the five good um, Queen songs. They're not lousy. That's, I'd take that back. That's, 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 that's unfair. It's Queen. Uh, Seven Seas of Right. This is a great song. Fat Bossom Girls is a great song. Uh, we Will Rock You is a great song. Mm-hmm. Radio Gaga is a great song. Um, and this the, is a kind, kind of magic, magic is a great song. Invisible Man is a great song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell you what is a I tell you what is a, one of the best songs of all time is um, the one when he the song he, he did when they when he had the AIDS. The um, he wants to live forever. These are the, the days, days of our lives. That's a great song. I love that song. That song makes me cry. Actually. No, I take back what I said. Queen are one of the greatest bands great. of all time. Yeah. Absolutely great band. I can't wait to see Not Queen not singing. I know. I do think this film's... I did. I started watching as a possibility for a future uh, rabbit hole picture show. Enough of that. I did start watching the first few minutes of Hysteria, the Def Leppard story. And um, the description I gave is pretty accurate. He's sort of driving through... He's he's driving. It's not quite a desert, but that you, I think you can see cacti. You can see, you can see sort of dried out trees lining this um uh it's not a, it's not a dual carriageway because there's no bump in the middle it's like, but it's it's two lanes and two lanes right and there's a sign that says m25 sheffield 52 miles <laughs> <laughs> that's cactus country all right he's driving on the left hand side i get really confused sometimes when i watch films remembering what side we drive on but he's driving on the left hand side in a left hand drive he's doing poppers and then, then, then he has the car crash that causes him to uh, lose the old. Why would you do poppers when you're driving? Because it's, it's insane behaviour. Apparently, he wasn't doing poppers. In I'm, I've read up on it, he wasn't doing drugs uh, at the actual time. But he's got he's with a hot girlfriend, and she she goes, "Hey, have some poppers." All right, yeah. Let's let, let, let me let me have a ten second trip and see everything green and then feel nauseous. Apparently, it makes you. Um... You 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 bum wink. <laughs> it does. It loosens. It loosens things. It makes you feel horny. It's like like a lot of drugs. Yeah, so you You're, don't want that when you're driving. You do That's not. It's going to affect your concentration. You do not want that. Particularly if then the irony. Then he loses his arm. So very little he can do. Um, but that's still a. Po- Here's the problem I found. Here's the problem I found. Right with um, a lot of the films I'm choosing. The TV movies. Mm-hmm. So it's really fi- hard to find out who owns the rights. So this is why Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park is a TV movie. Um, Hysteria, the Def Leppard story, it's a TV movie. I thought, all right, ah, uh, ah, uh, how about the Jan and Dean story? Oh, it's a TV movie. So I emailed, Karen Carpenter's story was I, an amazing one. I emailed Dean Torrance today saying, Dean, who owns the rights to this? I want my show in the Jan and Dean story at some point. Karen Carpenter story. It's a great, great film. We can do a double bill of the Jan and Dean story and the Karen Carpenter story. These things are all possible, guys. These things are all possible. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, what have you got? Catherine. I've got loads. Go on, give us one. I've got, um, do you a want... A story, that is! <laughs> what about, you know when your favourite sound effects is, it's like trying to kill a bee with a bazooka? Um, if, and of course, I, if I had the ability to, I would just jump to that straight away. Oh, hang on, actually I can. It's like a killing a bee. 
with a bazooka. Yes. Stetson. Yes. Well, guess what? In the sun today, online, you can read about flaming idiot. Man tries to kill spiders with blowtorch and ends up burning his parents' house down. Oh, mate, What a plum. Yellow pages ain't going to sort that out, are they? The unnamed bloke told fire crews that he resorted to the flamethrower after finding black widows inside the home in California. (laughs) And I don't... Guys, he's not being... He's not being... He's not being racist when he says black widows. He's not talking about unfortunate uh, African-Americans who unfortunately lost their husbands. He means the spiders. So much wrong with that. I can can almost do a Woody Allen. Maybe not now, eh? I, I buy Woody Allen's story. Okay. I totally buy Woody Allen's story. I know until I get until he's he's till we get the the hard ev. Um, I'm going to carry on doing my. I'm going to carry on doing. I'm, I'm so so nervous. I'm going to carry on doing my Woody Allen. <laughs> That's not bad, that is it? That noise at the end. That's not bad, that is it? That noise at the end. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I can, may I just say, oh, those are uh, fantastic breasts. I, um, I just want to say, um, oh, that, would you would you go out for dinner with me? No, you're too old for that. <laughs> A man accidentally burned his parents' house down. By the way, if anyone wants impressions right tonight, I'm feeling. I've got. I'm just feeling the muse. I think because of the full, full moon, moon, the hunter's moon, the hunter's moon is inspiring me. Anyone wants an impression? Don't tweet it. You, you slackers. Phone up. It's a phone-in show. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I will do any impression. I'll do it better than you think I can. This Catherine. guy in Fresno is saying it was black widow spiders, but I mean, what are the odds? I bet it wasn't. He's just trying to cover his tracks. Oh no, now. In, in, in California. Yeah, entirely possible. But I bet it was just a little spider, no, and he thought, well, "Let's no. let's get the firepower." Out. I, be- I believe this gentleman. I He'd been looking that. after the home in Fresno while his parents were away when he claims to have spotted dangerous black widow spiders. The house sitter decided to take no chances and went after them with a blowtorch. Okay, the fire enough. brigade said yeah. it was in this spider killing spree that the house became engulfed in flames. Although the upper How half old is this guy. Uh, hang on, let's look for ages, ages, ages. Because he's talking about his parents being away, so he... Yeah, but he was... Better be 15. No, because he said he was looking after it while he's... Mm. Yeah, 15-year-olds can drive in there. can't the house sitter, though. I, I don't know. It doesn't say, because they're not naming him. OK. Um, I, I don't... This, this sounds... This, this reminds me of a story we heard... We first heard... Um, four, 30 minutes ago, I don't know if you remember when a young Scottish gentleman told us about a man who rode... Uh, who stood in a bucket of water and turned on the light and didn't die... Um, and this is starting to sound a little bit like that guy flying into a front of a truck and living, not being in, not even being injured, didn't just live. He was uninjured. Although the upper half of the house was badly damaged in the blaze, the flame-throwing son managed to get out of the burning building unscathed. He was inside while he was doing it. Yeah, that's the point. Okay, okay. I mean, just use a newspaper. What are you doing with a blowtorch? Not with, not with uh, the old BW. Thankfully, no one else was inside the home, apart from the spiders, apparently, during the inferno, which took a total of 29 firefighters to tackle. The emergency services say they don't know for sure what started the fire, but they told local reporters... The The blame probably lies with the blowtorch. What's this guy's name? Don't don't say. Oh, Unnamed man. Right, Okay. I've got a picture of the house. Find the guy. Get him on the show. Can't. F- just, just find him. Can't. Be this unnamed man. Well, then you're telling me. A st- I can find okay. you an unnamed I've man. Got, I've got a story, Catherine. I've got a story. Um, let me just. Hey, find- are you doubting the veracity of the sun? Let me just. Let, let me just get this story. Hang on. I'll pay masters. I've got a story online. Hang on. Here we go. Oh yeah. Here we go. Um, in another country today, <laughs> a man had sex with himself before travelling to another dimension. 
The 22-year-old, unnamed... Doesn't even say an age, man. ...was looking... This one does. ...was looking after his parents' house, who'd gone to a swingers' convention on the West Coast. They had taken all of their sexual toys with them, but the young man had decided he wanted to make love to himself. So he did. In doing so, he created a temporal turnaround time structure. It's hard to say. Yeah. And he entered into another dimension. Wow. Sounds legit. It's, it's, it's as legit as yours. It's got, got the same... Mine comes from the sun, pay our wages, and so it's good enough for me. Here's the thing. If they pay your wages, why don't you learn to say it properly? It's the sun, not the sun. <gasps> not the sun. Hey, it's the sun. Hey. Uh, yeah. fans. There you go, Roland Rat. Oh, Roland. Kevin the gerbil. I can do them... Oh. Your best impression is that of an actual bell. Uh, we've had two phone calls tonight, and both of them have been from people that, um, you know... I, they were I, yours. <laughs> they came for you. Uh, two phone calls in an hour. What, what, is, what is this, the Matthew Wright show? Jeez, what, I'm using a Wright stuff pen. That'd be a good day for them, wouldn't it? Oh, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine. She's a naughty lady. Um, if you want to give us a call, you can do. I know we've not really given you much to sink your teeth into, but come on, guys. We can't give you gold every single time. Um, if you do want to give us a call, 0344-499-1000. Oh, I wouldn't mind the next out. This is kind of yesterday's story, but I wanted to talk about it, about, about porn. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. This is a serious thing. This is, um, um, I think it's an MP mm-hmm. saying that porn is as dangerous as smoking. And that we kind of need a rethink. It's a big story yesterday. Oh, we're doing a serious story. No, was it about oh. porn in public or was that a different one? Because that was yesterday too. It was all. It was all kind of linked. It was there was talk of people watching pornography on buses. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's all kind of linked. But the, the, the main thrust was was um, someone. Come on, um, MP saying that porn is as dangerous as smoking, and I I get it. I totally get it. I, we've talked about this on the show. Um, before about how it, you, you, the, you know, your brain. Here's a, here's some science for you guys. You know, your brain is constantly changing. It physically, it's physically changing the neural pathways that connect thoughts and help thoughts happen and things. They're changing. And when you are, for example, if you become, for example, a cocaine addict, your neural pathways follow such a way that you are m- more programmed to take cocaine, right? Which is why they kind of you celebrate when you're getting clean. You celebrate ninety days clean time because then your neural pathways have started to reprogram themselves. The first ninety days are always the kind of toughest because you've still got that brain pattern that's going, "Hey, take drugs, take drugs, take drugs, take drugs." And after ninety days, those patterns have kind of broken down significantly, and you're almost back to what they were before. So then you're kind of working on your own steam. And porn does porn does the same thing. If you're constantly looking at porn, we've got twenty seconds to do this in a bit. If you're constantly looking at porn, your n- neural pathways, the way you think, it, it changes so that you want to seek more pornography. And it becomes, this is why people are watching it on the buses, because they are now so desensitised to it. We'll talk about that in a little bit, and then we'll do some silly, sexy stories as well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I couldn't find the... Um... Oh, there it is. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with up. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. 
if I leave I'd take my chances I'd die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I've never spent much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Catherine Boyle every weeknight from 10 except for next Tuesday we've got the night off we're going to Swindon to see half of XTC 03444991000 could consider this show um, uh, a blank canvas we'll, me and Kath, we're kind of the facilitators right? we're the conduits for you we sit here and we just kind of talk and, and, and we're basically filling until you phone up. You phone up, you then become the show and you dictate the direction of the show and you can call in about stuff that we've spoken about or stuff that we spoke about three years ago or stuff that you, we haven't spoken about but that you think we really should speak about. Or just you want to phone up and just say, you know what, I've not spoken to anyone for three days and I, I would love to say say hello. We can do all of that stuff. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand phone calls are free for most of you, pennies at most. You'll speak to Sam, um, who will take your name and number and give you a call straight back anyway. Come on, he can do anything. Don't swear, don't libel someone. Um, if you do, I got a dump button. It doesn't get broadcast. I'm the only person that hears it. Simple as that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Lucy. Hello. Hello, Lucy. I like Hi. the name. I like the name Lucy. My one of my best friends' wife. I was going to say wives. One of my best friend's wife... Does that make sense? One of my best friend's wife is called Lucy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound right. That sentence is not grammatically mm-hmm. correct. One of my best friend's wife is... The wife is... of one of my best friends. Yeah, I... Yeah. It's what... right, but it just doesn't sound right. No, it isn't. One of my best friend's wife... One of my best... Anyway, anyway, Lucy, one of my best friend's wife is called Lucy, and I've always oh. thought... That's a great name. It's an overlooked you... name, isn't it? Well... Somewhat. From the age of three, my parents sat me down and listened to Sgt. Pepper's. No. From the age of three, I was listening to the vinyl and looking at the album cover and what? reading it. My father told me I was named after Lucia. Well, well here's the thing. Diamonds. You were named after a psychedelic <laughs> I wasn't, joy. no. Oh. He lied. Oh, your dad was a liar? But I, but I knew every, I knew every word of... Every, the whole album, I, from the age of three. I, um, by the way, if, if anyone has got a recording of a three-year-old singing uh, uh, anything from Sgt. <laughs> Peppers, God, I'd love to hear that. <laughs> I, um, for about a week, 
Um, it was, in, my, in my early 20s, I was very, uncom- uh, very uh, unconfident around women, and I would fancy women, and I would not ask them out, or I would ask them out, and then was too embarrassed to have sex with them, and so it wouldn't, all of this kind of stuff. So in one of those phases, I went out with a delightful young lady for about a week, two weeks. <laughs> her first name was Lola, a great name, mm-hmm. and her initials, because her parents were hippies, were LSD. Those were her yeah. initials, man. Right on. And I remember once I went round to, this is, you know, when people are just starting to live, you know, I was living in London, I was getting housing benefit and living in London, and I went round to her house, you know, her apartment, her flat, and we were there kind of getting it on, or not, as the case may be, and then there was a knock at the door, and she went, yeah, come in, and this older woman popped her head round the door, and I said, I said oh, that was, she went, I said, oh, is that your flatmate? No, it's my mum. <laughs> I was doing it in a, in a house with her mum in there. Wow, no, no, that, that that kind of stuff can screw you up, man. That'll screw you up. Anyway, Lucy, um, you, you've not called in to hear about my um, uh, inability to make love as a younger man. No, what... I have. Oh, have you? Well, then there you go. That's the story. What have you got for us tonight, Luce? <laughs> Nothing, really. I just wanted to say hello. From hello? My sum- from my summer house in my parents' garden, where it's freaking freezing. Well, is it? She said freaking. Yes. She said, we're all good, we're all good. Um, well, it's not summer, Lucy. What are you doing in the <laughs> summer house? Well, it's not summer, you nut dog. A, a tiny little house. So in when the you, that's what I was going to say. Fairies, so the, the, yeah, freezing. The summer house is at the is at the back of the garden, is it? <laughs> yeah. So what are you doing? Having a cheeky spliff or something? You don't want mum well, and dad I to know. I wish. Oh. I wish. Now I've got a cheeky little um, oh. Italian blush. I don't know what that means. An Italian... <laughs> I don't know either. It's and Tesco's it... finest. Oh, well, what? you got a wine. got a little yes. wine going on. So I have three doggies. You're, rock... You're rocking the wine in the summer house, <laughs> even though it's freezing. It's absolutely freezing. I've got my three dogs here. Yeah. And I've just imported them from India. What? Yeah. How do you import a dog from India? Oh, tell me about it. I, I was living there for four years. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. And I'm um, working for NGOs, working for street dogs there. Yeah. And um, I rescued Lily, my beautiful mummy mouse. Yeah. Uh, she was six months old. Wow. I, I rescued her. Yeah. And she had five puppies. I should have sterilised her, but I didn't in time. She had five beautiful puppies, and then I had them for five months. And then I kept three, of, two of them. Yeah. And I rehomed the other three. And then I got trapped in India for four years. I overstayed my visa. I was illegal for years. Hang on I a minute. I couldn't come home because I was so in love with my dog. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You, you got you got trapped. In India. <laughs> you weren't being you weren't being held there against your will, were you? <laughs> no, against my will. I, I was so in love with my dogs, I couldn't come home, so I overstayed you, my visa. You stayed in India three years longer than you should have oh, done because no, you had dogs. Oh. Four and a half years. You're nuts. I, I, am I nuts. like you. <laughs> I I'd, like be, you I'd be scared to meet you. They're beautiful. They're really beautiful. And then so I got into. Then the cops caught up with me. <laughs> you don't want to get caught by the Indian cops. They're dodgepots. Yes, but it worked in my favour because, oh. like, them being so dodgy, I was able to be dodgy back. So I gave them loads of backhanders. Yeah, yeah, so it works. To keep, to keep it quiet. Yeah. So how much... Hang on. And, 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 and this isn't racist. This is how it works. And, and I know it's, it's exactly the same, if not worse, in Pakistan, where I worked for a long time. But mm. So how much did you have to, to bribe the Indian um, police to let them, you stay there? I bribed, well, actually, what happened was... This is um, they came to, And I was living in a really beautiful house. Yeah. And they, they came to my house a few times. <laughs> and each time I was giving them, like, 10,000 rupees, rupees, which is, like, under £100, just to, like, get them off my doorstep. <laughs> 
And then they came back two or three times. Of course they did. They had a found a sucker, yeah. Mm. And then they... And my, also, my passport had expired, so I couldn't even give them a passport. I couldn't give them anything. And actually, in India, you need, like, ID for everything. Yeah. Even Indian nationals do. Yeah. I couldn't give them anything at all, and I've got these three doggies barking at them as well. My beautiful three doggies. So what was the what was the crunch point then? What after four and a half years was it you that decided to leave, or did they well, say, "Come on, come on now, come on, enough of this, out"? What had happened was I'd been in a relationship actually yeah. with an Indian, yeah. and um, I'd been in Himachal and the, the north of India and the south of India, and I'd had my uh, doggie with me. Um, um, what happened was I needed to come out of the country, really, because I had I was illegal. Yeah. Um, but I was trapped because I couldn't Didn't leave have a my dog. I couldn't leave my dog. Right. Okay. Seriously, what had happened was I had Lily. Yeah. I, I rescued her from the beach in Arambol, where the fishermen were going to kill her because she was jumping on their fishing nets. Oh no! No, literally, she was yeah, jumping on their fishing nets, and they were going to kill her. Oh man! So monsoon was coming, and so I I took Lily. And she was six months old, and unbeknown to me, she was she was pregnant, and she had five beautiful puppies. So I kept them for five months. I had five puppies in my house for yeah. five months. Yeah. And then I rehomed three of them to very good Indian homes. Yeah. And then Freddie and Lulu were the most gorgeous little creatures. Oh. I couldn't I couldn't let them go. So. <clears throat> Well, how did you get them to the UK? You you didn't smuggle them in oh, your suitcase, did you? <laughs> it took me so long. I tried to do it by myself. Firstly, the first thing you have to do when you bring your dogs from uh, to a non-EU com- country yeah. is you have to get the passports. Right. So in order to get the passports, the first thing you have to do is vaccinate them against yeah. rabies and, and other things. You have to microchip them, and then you have to um, uh, do the blood tests yeah. about rabies. Yeah. Which is very expensive. Yeah. And so you Good! Have to... I wanted to be expensive. I don't want rabid Indian dogs coming over yeah. here to stealing no, the right. work of our good British dogs. No. Although that Indian that. dog food is incredible. <laughs> so I had to do the rabies test, and yeah. then after the rabies test, um, you have to do the export papers. So actually, what happened was I tried to do it all myself, and I tried to do most of it myself to try and save the money. Yeah. And I ended up costing 10 grand. And that's that's English my, brands. Yes, my mother. My mother did it paid. I couldn't come home otherwise. My mother had yeah. to pay for this and I'm paying emotionally. No, oh, she's make this is why you're out in the in the summer yeah, house. You're not allowed in the real house. I'm in the summer summer house, mate. Yeah. Seriously, so, with Lucy, no heating. Can I ask you a question, Lucy? I'm normally really, really good. Oh, hang on, I didn't ask I didn't tell you if you oh, could. Okay. Yes, you can. Thank you. I'm normally Really, and I appreciate the permission. I'm normally really, really good at working out ages, guessing ages. <laughs> yep. And I, I haven't Did got. You work out my dog's ages. Uh, go on. Yeah, go on. The 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 mother, mummy mouse. Yeah, she's Lily. three. She's three. She's three and a half. Yeah, I know. I don't care about the dog. No, you don't know. I just said three. So cocksure, aren't you? I said three, and no, I was right. Three and a half. Oh, when we, we listen, if you've got kids, you know that once I they get past kids, two, you don't, you don't do the months anymore. You do the years. So I I cannot place your age. You're either you're either you're either thirty three or you're fifty three, and I can't work no. out which one it is. Forty six. Okay, right. You're a heavy smoker. No, I. 
Well, I quit smoking six weeks ago. I've been on the vape. Oh, well done. Congratulations. Six weeks. Thank you. Le- you know, it doesn't actually feel like much of an achievement. No, because you're still vaping. Get rid of the yes. vape. Get rid of everything. You don't need that. But actually, it is really good. And, and by the way, I've been to NA and, and AA and all of those I'm things. Getting... I'm still drinking a little bit. Nothing major at all. But I'm getting that really, vibe really, off you. I'm really, really happy to get off the cigarettes. Yeah, good. The cigarettes are a, a tough the, one. The main reason was that yeah. um, either my dogs eat chicken or I smoke cigarettes. Oh, no. They're, they're, well, listen, you're, yeah. a very, you're a very good human being in giving those dogs <laughs> so much love, Lucy. How come, um, how come we've never spoken before? I've been too shy to speak to you before. Oh, mate. Well... And I love you, Ian. And I... And I Tell you something. Yeah. I think your, oh. I think Cat is absolutely fabulous. I love that pause. I love that pause. Absolutely. She's brilliant. She could have gone either way. She's brilliant. <laughs> she is fabulous. Oh. <laughs> I always worry when it, when it's a big run up to an F that it's going to be absolutely awful. So great, Lucy. So great, Lucy. Don't tell her, but don't tell us. <laughs> I, I agree with you, but don't ever tell oh, her I said that. She's wonderful. the best. She's really brilliant. Hey, Lucy. Like- uh, the best. Uh, listen, I've got to go to break. I'm so glad you called us. Okay. You'll call, call us again, because uh, I want to know more. Okay. I want to know more about you. I, I think you you sound absolutely delightful, and I'm Thank really you. glad you, you you made the call. Thank you. Take care, Lucy. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye. What a lovely, what a lovely lady. What a great story. When I come back as a dog, I want to be Lucy's dog. Yeah. Someone's just um, texted like him. What a call. And she only called in to say hello. That's true, isn't it? What yeah. are you called in for? No, nothing. Just wanted to say hello. That was brilliant. But often they're the best ones. Yeah. This is it. This is if you think you've got nothing to say, dear listener, give us a call. We'll soon be the judge of that. Um, what a story. Lived in India for three and a half years illegally and was buying off the coppers. Oh, well done. Well done, Lucy. I enjoyed that. Please call again at some point. I look forward to our second call. Mind you, you're right. Those coppers must have thought they'd hit the absolute <laughs> jackpot. We can know I... where she is. We can get £100 whenever we, we want. 100 quid every time we fancy. It's a lot of money. Thank you, Lucy. That was absolutely delightful. Enjoy your, your booze and your dogs in the summer house and, and take a blankie out there next time. Uh, Sandra, stay there. You'll be next. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now the show's starting to warm up a bit. Here we go. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nut job, but not that kind of nut job. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We were about to go to Sandra, Sandy, from Glasgow, but um. Uh, she's disappeared. Sandra, we're going to try and call you back. In the meantime, that means we have to go to our B phone call. So we had the A phone call with Sandra. I was looking forward to speaking to Sandra and, and, and hearing her insight and her, her wisdom. And um, and you always have a B phone call lined up just in case the A drops off. Then you can go to the B and it, it just creates a little bit of filler. And, 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 and that's Barry from Watford. I'm turning the other cheek. I've seen I'm all of your tre- cheeks. I know you. I have. Do you remember? Do you remember that night? Go on, you tell Kath oh, about that it? night. Go on. Oh, we we had a night. We had a cheap <coughs> night round at my house. Yep. yep. We had a couple of blokes from the council brought some of my cheeks in. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Through the porch in a wheelbarrow. Yep. 
and we counted them all up. What do we have? Thirty-seven in the end. It was. It was. Well, it was. It would have been thirty-eight, but one of them. I'm. I'm. I'm convinced that one of them was not actually a cheek. But the thing is, Barry, what's Margaret got to say about that kind of an evening? Is she in for that? She got forty-six cheeks. They were beautiful, and there was no doubt they were all. They were beautiful, weren't they? I thought one of them was a bit of a thigh because I saw a bit of hair on it, but I think they were. It tasted. It tasted delicious. Oh, it was lovely. A lovely bit of garlic butter. Oh, that wasn't garlic butter. Well, whatever it yes. was, it was inedible. It, it was... And we got... We, oh, we what a night. What a night. I feel we really bonded that night. And I got yeah. to know Margaret we... better. I'd never really spoken to Margaret that much before the, uh, that night, the cheek night. Well, you popped a little note into one of her cheeks, didn't you? I was, we I was... found it later. You, you did. I left I left a, a, well, a cheeky a little note. You know, I left a, a, well, a deposit as well, you but did. that was... A, that, I explained Tell that. what you said, the well, poem you wrote on me. Uh, I wrote, a, I wrote um, a poem. Yeah. Very lovely um, it was. Uh, roses are red. Yes, Violets are blue. Yes. Margaret, I'd like to give you a big kiss. Yes, it didn't rhyme, did no, it? No, right, well, you know, as you know, I, I've got a medical condition, Barry. Um, I've got r- r- rhymonology, which means I can't rhyme words. Rhymatoid arthritis? No. What you said before. Yeah, the thing I said before, yeah. Before, I went, um, which I can't remember. remember. No, well, you weren't listening. What we've got, we've got it on our wall, your yeah. poem. Oh. Uh, we've got all the little bits and the presents you bought as we've done that lovely big meal. You bought a, uh, a packet of minstrels. Not much, really. You, shut, you shut your face. You know exactly what I ordered. It was a Tuesday, and I ordered two for, two for one Tuesday from Domino's, and you know I did. So you got two pieces for the price see. of one and a packet of minstrels. Oh, well, it was lovely. Do you remember when I come round to your house and we had a lovely dinner and I oh. wrote that poem to you? I do remember. I do remember that, and I've got that poem. And I hope you won't be offended. Yeah. I have that poem yeah. under my pillow, yeah. and every night after I've after I've tugged myself, and just before I'm about to sleep, I reach yeah. under. I reach under the pillow, and I read out the poem, and just remind Shall us what, re- what it what it says. It goes, "Oh God, um, you are one hell of an entity. Be well of crap, and I'm a celebrity." And wasn't that lovely? It does, and I like that because it brings me down to earth. To and earth. It makes me It makes me feel humble. It, it brought you nearly as quickly... Well, it would have brought you down to earth if you hadn't been on a harness. Yes, well, and, exactly. And still... I... Just, but just, 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 as, just, just so you know, the career is yeah. still going strong because my episode of The Chase that I filmed is <laughs> going to be on soon. Celebrity Chase. Celebrity Chase. I got, I, got, I got paid thousands. Uh, to be yes. on that, several thousands. I'm holding up the number of thousands I got paid for that, so thank you. And I'm um, holding up one hand. And yes. um, Six fingers. And um, tomorrow I'm filming a show with Lisa Tarbuck, Danny Baker and Susan Kalman, Flavour of the Month on uh, for Channel 5, and I'm getting paid uh, a four-figure sum for that. So the career's going very, very well, Barry. I notice your show well. seemed to have dried up significantly. Well, I did the hit show, 30 episodes of Cheat, Cheat, Cheat with that Noel was, That was about two years ago now. Was, when season, series two coming out? It wasn't 
really? It was it was recently. I'm at five in the morning. They yes, but it was back. it was made about two years ago. It was made. It was really, but the yes, point it was, is, it was really done a new show with Angela. Well, hang on a second. Let's just it... go back to the cheap, cheap, cheap. So the second series isn't happening. Uh, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing you 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 get a repeat fee for it, do you, or did you get a buyout deal? Buyout. So it's really? irrelevant that it's on at five o'clock in the morning. Okay, so that's finished. Let's let's file that yeah. under under flop. Tell us about this new thing with uh, Angelos Epithemia. It's a new show. What channel is it going to be on? It's going to be on the stage channel. It's that's live. A live show. Okay, another we thing that you could. Luton Bear Club. Okay, lovely club, lovely club. Yeah. yeah. When are you playing the Luton Bear Club? We've done that. Okay. Well, they don't. Here's here's a tip. Here's a tip for um, for just it's just for the future because I want you to do well. well try don't, to get it on the telly. Don't no no God don't don't um, I won't bother with that. Right. Don't d- don't bother plugging shows that have happened. Plug plug shows that oh people can can go to. Oh God, listen. Hello. Don't you dare turn me down. I'm not turning. I won't turn you down. But can I just say, if anybody, what we'll do is we, we'll we'll keep Barry on until I get bored. So until about eleven yeah. twenty six. But we will take. <laughs> We, 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 if you want to phone up and speak to Barry, I will take calls straight to air for the next few minutes. Oh, three. It's a full moon, Barry, by the way. Oh, Oh, three, four, four. You enjoy a full moon, though, don't you? Oh, very much so. My Margaret, she's like a wild beast. Oh, three, four, four. All her eyebrows sprout and some monobrows turns into a werewolf. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air. You can phone up and you can you can ask Barry a question. You can tell him what Funny you really smell. think of him. Okay. So yeah. so you so tell us about this live show you're doing with the the brilliant and and I would say um I would say too good for you. <laughs> yeah, he's going places, isn't he? Angelos, tell us about right. that show with him. Well, tell us about his first, bit in that show. OK, well, we do a show, it's called A Matter of Life and Death, but I don't want to talk about that now, because I sense that you probably faded me out. No, we're letting you, you do we're let, No, I'm letting you... Okay. You're so paranoid. The oh, real damn. good one is uh, The Hundred Club, and it's on the 13th of December in Oxford Street. I don't want to talk about it. Barry? Did anyone hear that? Hello? Yeah, they heard it. Go on, carry on. Oh, it's... Right. I know yeah, you're Murray, right, you cheeky little devil. Yeah. Oh, but Barry, Oxford question Street. for you, Barry. Oh, Barry, hello. question for you. Hello, hello Barry. Who am I speaking to? My name's Tim. Yes? What can uh, I do? Regard, do you believe that the Earth is flat? Um... Oh. Do you believe that? Not really, because if all the planets in the solar system are round, why is ours flat? That's the question to the flat earthers. How can our yeah. planet be flat when the rest are round? I think you're absolutely oh, Hang right. on, you're confusing. Sorry to say, you're, conf- you're comparing uh, uh, apples with potatoes there, because you can still have a round, flat thing. Have you ever seen, uh, a, dear caller, a thing called a record? Yes. What, what is it? Describe it to me. Two words. Flat and round. There we go. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, so <laughs> <laughs> what an absolute b- pudding! Um, line two, line two, you're through to Barry. Hello. Hello, it's David. We ain't spoken in a while. Hello, Dave. How's it going? All right. I'm doing all right. I rang in about a year ago. I uh, yeah. I found the Elgin marbles. Outside Where were they? <laughs> and uh, I found them, and I, I tried to flog them. I used to work on the bins in Westminster. <laughs> With my mate Dave, 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 uh, Dave <laughs> and Sparky. I do remember a young maid called Berries. Yeah. Yes. Used to hang around the bins around Westminster. Was that yes, you? Poss- yes, possibly. What were you doing around the bins in Westminster? <laughs> Do you know, I haven't listened to this show for quite a while. It's not got any better, is it? What the hell? I was telling you, know, I found these marbles. Oh, yeah. I was doing the bins. <laughs> and I, I found these marbles, <laughs> and I thought they was the Elgin marbles because they were yes. outside Buckingham Palace. But and please realise yeah, the right. actual Elgin marbles. <laughs> yes, these big things. And the pub sign is. Uh, I want some money for them. <laughs> I, find, I, find, I find out they may belong oh, to uh, Prince William. Have we gone past 11.26 yet, Ian? <laughs> uh, I'll do remember on the bins. Oh, <laughs> All right. Line All three, right. you're to Don't knock the quality of my callers. <laughs> I, this show made you, mate. <laughs> Line three, you're on the wireless. Can you tell Margaret to stop sexting me, please? <laughs> Oh, God, that's my wife. Please be rules. Bloody heck. Oh, dear. Right, tell us about this show. I can't breathe. (coughs) Tell us about this show at the 100 Club. And stop advertising me as being on it, because I'm not. Will you come and be on it? No, the last time I did your show, which was about eight years ago, it was a bloody disaster. So, no. Well, you might have some more material this time. I've got, I don't have material. I'm not a material kind of guy. Why don't you come and do no. some of your muck? Come on. <laughs> People will come and see you. How much How much are you paying? It's, it's called the 100 Club because every act gets 100 quid. That's correct. Well, then give me 100 pounds. If you come, I'll give you 100 pounds. OK, give me 100 pounds first and then I'll come. And will you, some of your fans come? <laughs> Coming to and see pie. me. I'm doing. I'm doing plenty of live shows. I don't. I yes. do not want to suggest any other live events for them to go to. We don't want to dilute the brand, no, Barry. You understand that? Well, hold on. <laughs> Ian is going to be there the 13th no, of December. I'm, the I'm, I'm paying him to be there. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not coming. Give me a hundred pounds first, come. and I'll give me a hundred pounds first. If I send you hundred pounds, will you announce tomorrow that you'll be on? If you give me the hundred pounds, I'm there. Right. 
Well, bitch, you'll be there. <laughs> if you give me a... Pound everybody buy tickets. Ian Lee, live but... at the 100 Club, 13th of December with Barry. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for your call, Barry. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, he's going to do it, mate. <laughs> You're not doing it, are you? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the 100 quid and never soul. speak to him again. 0345... made me laugh. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule free. It's the late night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've been offered another show in Luton at the Bear Club. Okay. Um, yeah, Adam got in touch and said if we fancied it. Anyway, that's something to discuss for the new year. What have you got, Boyley? Um, oh. okay. How about... Go on. Um, Tracy Cox reveals the ten most common ways women sabotage relationships. Yes, Coxy. And being too self-sufficient does scare men off. Your, bu- your buttons... I know, it keeps <laughs> bursting open. I'm not doing it on purpose. It's a Barbara Windsor blouse, this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Oh. Um, here are the most oh god here are ten of the most common pitfalls and a self-destructing blouse I've just seen your pitfalls look at that blimey you're looking for a man to complete you <laughs> what does that mean do you think all your problems will be solved by finding the right man yeah. you'll never be bored lonely angry again when you find true love women who say they aren't complete until they find a partner aren't just hopelessly old fashioned they're deluded but that's not just women that do that no. men, 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 but, but we don't just do it about relationships it's like when I buy this house, I'll be happy. When I get that new job, I'll be happy. When I get that car, I'll be happy. When I get that thing, whether it's something tangible or something emotional like a relationship, I'll be happy. But but that's a distraction because while you're concentrating on the thing that is doable, you're not addressing things that you go deeper. got to learn to love yourself. If, if you're going to love somebody else, you've got to learn to love yourself yeah, first. Um, but, but relationship... No, a relationship should complete you, shouldn't well, it? Well... In a healthy... It should satisfy you. Oh. But it shouldn't be... You shouldn't feel like... Uh, it's, it's a danger, isn't it? Putting all, all your hopes on one person. Well, it's not putting all your hopes, but if you're in love and the other person... I mean, it's a punt. It's always a punt. Yeah. It's a punt these days. I don't know. I think we should ban relationships. You fast forward the relationship and push too hard too soon for commitment. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, well, that's nuts. That's nuts. Second date. Should we get married? Turn up in a wedding dress. No, 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 no. Naughty, naughty. You undervalue yourself. Supercritical putting yourself down, not being able to accept a compliment. It also means aiming low, going for guys who don't deserve you, or anyone else for that matter, and men who treat you poorly. You're describing me. You're describing gay me. (laughs) Okay, well, gay you... Would choose emotionally unavailable men. Of course, that's what we do. I'd be so, I'd be so good as a gay man. Honestly, you other gay guys and bi guys out there and chicks that like watching gay guys, you you do not know what you're missing out on. I would be the best gay man ever. In terms of what? In terms of uh, fun, I'd be funny. I'd be a lot of laughter going on. A lot of laughter. You'd be a daddy bear. Uh, I wouldn't be a. I, sh- yeah, you be would. Quiet. Nowadays they call you daddy. They, I wouldn't be a. I'm not a they bear. Would. No, bears are like a big. Bears are much bigger than this. Yeah, no, I'm not saying big. I'm saying hairy. No, no, no. But the, it's not just. And, the, and you know, you're a, you're a tall, fine you, figure of a man. You, you're saying I'm fat. No. The, no, to be a bear, you, you've got to be broader. You've got to be fatter than I am. There's, a, there's another. What are you fatness. then? An otter. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a beaver. <laughs> um, 
I would uh, seriously, in terms of, I would make me and this, me and my boyfriend, my partner, uh, my husband, we Your would husband. my uh, my bros, we would be laughing a lot. I give brilliant massages. I bet I'd be excellent at uh, all of the the bedroom department mm-hmm. stuff. I'd be I'd be so good as being a gay man. Just the thought of that in there and there. Okay, that's that's a stumbling. That's the block. thing. That's that's a stumbling block. That's the only stumbling block. And, and uh, who knows if I start drinking again? There, there may be, maybe there's a maybe there's a point. Maybe there's a tipping point where I go. Ah, what the heck? Come on, give me that. Let's have a go on that. Okay, next pitfall. Yeah, you're insecure and jealous. I am no such thing. Uh, that's another thing that pushes people away. Well, you know this stuff. Well, how come this is an article? You're secretly scared of intimacy. Often the thing you want the most is the thing you're terrified of getting. You are just describing me. This is this is weird. Some women crave relationships but subconsciously sabotage because the fear of getting what they want and then losing it is even worse than not having had a relationship at all. Yes. You keep trying to change him. All couples smooth the edges when they get serious. We make small adjustments to fit around the other person. Sometimes they're not small. Some people change completely for the better, usually, if they're feeling loved and supported in a good relationship. But here's the thing. Any changes your partner makes has to be voluntary. They have to want to change. Is this written by the same person who'd write the problems pages in Jackie? <laughs> Because yes. this is this is like this is like thirteen year old rubbish. Yeah, being overly needy or possessive. Yes, you is, could it, apply this to a seventeen year old. The, is the next thing? Can I get pregnant if he if he puts his willy in my mouth? <laughs> Overanalyzing the relationship, becoming obsessed with it, reading this article, for example, or not needing him. Um... All in all. Yeah, all in all, you know, if you're if you're all of those things, you're a nightmare. I think Everyone's I, a bit of those things, aren't they? I think I'd be good gay with Robert Lindsay, Citizen Smith. I think I could be good with him. I think we'd have, I think we'd have stimulating conversations as we went upstairs to the bedroom. I think we'd have we'd laugh a lot while we made love, and then afterwards we'd snuggle up and um, I'd ask him about his career, Citizen Smith, my family. GBH. I'd ask him about all those wonderful, wonderful things, and I bet he's got some amazing anecdotes. And I'd fall asleep in his arms. Robert Lindsay, Robert Lindsay, for me. Can we get the? Can we delete the Britney Spears video? And um, we should be very disappointed. Robert Lindsay, Here I'm addressing go. you. My name is Ian Lee. You probably remember me from the Eleven O'clock Show. Kind of my show. I discovered Gervais and Sasha and all those people. And who knows? You may have even voted for me um, on I'm a Celebrity last year. I came third, that close to coming second. Um, I'm a heterosexual guy, or at least I think I am. I thought I was. Um, recently divorced. It's kind of not quite finalised, but it's getting there. And I think. I would like to try some things that I've never really got around to trying. Um, and I think I'd like to try them with you, Robert Lindsay. Big fan of Citizen Smith, uh, GBH love. My family, yeah, not so much, but it was, you know. Um, and I was wondering, I don't know what your marital status is. Um, I don't know, you know, gay, straight, bi, I don't know. Would you like to experiment with... Me, I was just saying to my good friend um, uh, Catherine Boyle. This is nothing to do with me. That I think we'd have great fun watching um, like a movie. We'd watch a watch a DVD. We'd watch Die Hard two, and um, to, you know, as it finished, the credits rolled, and you'd say, "Do you do you want to watch another movie, or should we go upstairs?" And I say, "Let's go upstairs, Rob." And as we go upstairs, I playfully slap your bum. 
Uh, we'd undress. We'd make love. And I think it would be great sex. I think we'd laugh a lot during the sex, which is which is very, very important. I think we'd have a lot of fun. I'd want to please you. And I know you'd... I know you're a caring guy. I've seen the work you've done for Comic Relief. I'd know you'd want to please me. And then I'd just like to fall asleep in your arms and ask you questions about your career. So, Robert Lindsay, um, forget anything you might have seen about me wanting to go out with, with Britney Spears. That was, that was just a little bit of... She this didn't is, call. No, that was just a little bit of little bit nonsense. This is, this is, this is real. This yeah. is it. Um, you can give me a call weeknights from 10 o'clock on Talk Radio, 0344 499 1000. Um, and if I see your na- name come up on the screen, uh, Rob, I will put you straight to the front of the queue. Been really nice talking to you, Robert Lindsay. Thank you so much for your time. Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to... um... (coughs) Excuse me, give us a call. Uh, You can. So this porn thing, this was yesterday. I've heard it. On a few things. We joke about porn. Porn's funny. It's funny to joke about porn, you know, but uh, it's funny to joke about smoking. It's funny to joke about vaping. It's funny to joke about drugs. I think these things are funny, but one must bear in mind that there also there is huge, there are huge implications. Um, what do come with them? And um, I, but the whole porn thing worries the hell out of me. I'm sure it worries you, Catherine, for slightly different reasons. That you've got two young girls and I've got two young boys. And both of them, both of those sets, are, are, are at some point in their lives, porn is going to become a part of their lives, probably earlier than we would like it to. And that's cool. That's, that, that happens, you know, that happens. Um, but it's that thing of the porn that was available to me when I was... Well, I found my dad's stash when I was like eight. But um, he chose a terrible hiding place. Who has a, who has a porn stash anymore? You, have, you you just have your history on your computer. No one has a stash. But the porn... First of all, it was difficult for me to, to find porn before the age of sort of 13, 14, 15, really. And you, you, someone brought in their dads or someone looked older and went and bought some or you found it. Or you it. found it in the woods. You found it in the woods because folks have gone off and knocked one out in the woods. Um, and, you know, you'd see... You know, you see boobs and you see bums and you'd sometimes you'd see, you know, women with their legs wide open pulling everything open. You, you'd see that. You'd see that. The romantic stuff. That was that was kind of it. Occasionally someone would come back from a trip to Europe and you'd have some, like, really very, um, very precise German pornography magazines that really were, that took all of the, you know. I've always got a soft spot for magazines like Escort and, and Mayfair because that's what I would look at when I was 14, 15, 16. So, you know, I looked at it and there's, there's some kind of slightly old-fashioned nostalgia about it. That, that that European pornography in those magazines, dear God, that was very clinical. Yeah, am I right in thinking that the ones you named there were more kind of... It was cheeky fun. There was a playfulness to it. There was a playfulness to it. But, you, I mean, you didn't... You, here's the thing. In British pornography... I don't know the rules now. Certainly in British printed pornography, you cannot see, you cannot show an erection. Right. Is it like the telly, the Mull of Kintyre rule? What's the Mull of Kintyre rule? You're not allowed to show anything, an angle, any more than the Mull of Kintyre. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's the same. You don't see, so in in those magazines I listed, you don't, you don't, you don't, as girls, you don't see blokes, you don't see willies and those things. Isn't that crazy? Why is it crazy? Well, because the women are all exposed, like, and then some. 
It's a very specific market. It's it's kind of like two steps up from page three. Yeah, is what it's going for. It's a very specific. And I guess they want the reader market. to be the master of it. They don't want the yeah. reader to feel insecure. Yeah, then you can branch out. It's the like, reader, it's, the it's, looker. It's a lot. It's years since I've I've bought a magazine. I used to write when I was like sixteen. I used to ride my bike about two miles to a shop and and buy like porno mags there because I knew I'd get served, and also I knew my mum would never go in there. And yeah. then I'd ride back. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but you can get other magazines where there are blokes in it, stuff like that. But 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 nowadays, you know, it, 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 stuff that is much harder than we could ever have have purchased. You know, 30 years ago, you get on your phone, you know, you, you can't do it on my phone because I've blocked it, but you can type in anything. And there's a weird trend. Pornhub is, is kind of the main, there's loads of them, but that's kind of the main porn website. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I look at porn, I don't want to look at porn, which is why I need you to come around and just put a little filter in my computer. I couldn't get Net Nanny to work. Net Nanny doesn't work. I, you know, I've looked at it a lot more in parts of my life, and, I, you know, I don't really look at it now, but occasionally. I'm not proud of it, and I don't really want it, because it's not very healthy for me. Whereas it is very healthy, it can be healthy for, for a lot of people. But porn, the, the, the lot of the initial, like the homepage porn is this, watch this uh, sexy stepdaughter. Oh, uh, seduce her stepfather while mum's away. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Or stepbrother and stepsister, and uh, st- stepdad uh, punishes his naughty step. And I'm thinking, all right, so it's not incest. Right, it's not blood incest. No, but there's a boundary being crossed. But that is messed up, and that is really, really popular at the moment. Yeah, you know, and you boil it down, it's 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 a it's a hot guy and a, a hot young woman. That's kind of what it's. But it's that it's that subtext of, of step step that makes me um it makes me very very uncomfortable yeah do you think it normalizes well i, I tell you what okay i tell you what makes what, what, does it normalize it i don't know but but it makes me uncomfortable because it's mainly men that go and do this go and go and view this the women that do it but it's primarily men so the fact that it's on the home page, like look, we get little boxes, we can click on it. So yeah. we're fifty on the home page. Then it's mainly men that are going there. That means there are a significant number of men that are fantasizing about their stepdaughter, about having a a, 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 a a relationship with with their stepdaughter, or are fantasizing that they wish they had a stepdaughter that they could. There, are, that means there are a significant number of men. It's all it's all to do with clicks and advertising, right? Porn. It's all to do with money and the clicks, and they have algorithms. If you heard the the John Ronson um, butterfly effect, yeah, it's brilliant. That. They have algorithms that will tell them what pictures, what specific little scenes will get the most clicks. So they have an, their algorithm is telling them that that that, that step. You know, to watch this slutty teen um, seduce her stepdad is going to get more clicks than watch this man have sex with his wife or his mistress. It's, that's going to get more clicks. So there must be enough blokes that fantasise about the stepdaughter thing. I also think that the fact that it's right there um, makes it mainstream and it presents it to people who hadn't thought of that. But then that's something they can get into. And and I don't necessarily think that this is putting their stepdaughters at risk if they have stepdaughters. I don't think that that's that that, that is the thing, but it it sows a seed though, doesn't it? It sows a seed. I so I I don't think they're going to go off and and I don't think the majority 
of the people that look at this are going to go and have sex with stepdaughters. I don't th- suspect that a lot of them even have stepdaughters. I don't think it puts their stepdaughters at any risk. No, it, I mean, when I was younger, it was the babysitter. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's that... But it does feel like... 30, 40-something with a 17, 18-something. Pa- power imbalance thing. Uh, uh, it could be power. A lot of sex is power. and Age. It, but it does make me feel uncomfortable that that is the... the that's the thing that's getting the most clicks at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so our kids are going to see this, and your girls are going to see perfect women, you know, with perfect, I'm doing inverted commas, you know, perceptions of what perfect, you know, big boobs, big bums, you know, the, the, the bodies, and, and generally being subservient, not always, but generally being subservient to an older man and doing whatever an older man wants to do, pleasing them, and often, often humiliating themselves as women for the pleasure of the man. Or behaving in an overly... Poor, you know what I mean? Overly porn actressy yeah. way, yeah. right? That actually real women don't yeah. tend to do unless they've seen that and thought, oh, oh, is that what I'm supposed to yeah. sound like? And and the the boys are getting the 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 I guess the thing the, the thing thinking back to something I was saying earlier on is this. There are very few pornos. There are a few, but there are very few where the bloke is nervous and is unsure what to do, and it's it's this 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 um, heightened sexual confidence and everyone's got a boner in porn no Mm. one loses their boner everyone's got a huge dick the size of a baby's arm no one's got an average size penis or a small penis um and everyone is going for you know you're going for 45 minutes man there's more than 2,000 thrusts going on there you know no one's no one's putting it in there and it's straight away they're going ah you know which is what happens in real life do you know what you don't see as well going back to robert Lindsay a bit doesn't seem like a laugh for most of them, does it? No. It's very, very serious. It's very angry. Yeah. Very, very angry. There's yeah, there's no And bossy. Yeah. And that's and that's fine. You know, there's fine for a little bit of a bit of role playing, all that's great. But it sets un I guess what I'm saying is it sets unreal expectations on both the man and uh, the women involved. And that is what they will be getting their sex education from. Which is why slight tangent when my eight-year-old said to me the other day that he'd learnt some swear words and I very gently encouraged him to let them know what, let me know what they were, they were crap and they were the F-bomb, that I was, that I was more than happy to say, look, son, I find it funny, um, but some people will find it offensive and I'm going to explain why. Yeah. I was more than happy to sit down and have that conversation with him in a very grown-up, non-judgmental, non-shaming way so that... It means at some point, if someone shows him a porno, or he finds a porn, or something, he, he, hopefully, hopefully, that the, and my youngest was there when we were having the swearing conversation, hopefully both of them will realise that if there is anything they're unsure about, they can come, at the very least with me, I guess their mum as well, I don't know, but at the very least with me, they can come and say, look, we... I, I saw this video today and it's got me thinking and it's weird because it made me feel good but I felt bad at the same time and it was this man and these women and and I can have that conversation with them in a non... I couldn't have spoken to my dad about no, porn. No, it's so important. It's so important. And, you know, that's kind of, you know, part of the stuff I've learned from knowing you as well is this kind of the power of shame, right? Yeah, and man. the things I've been made to feel ashamed about in the past. And it was, wasn't my parents' fault and they didn't mean to do it, but everyone's parents, 
gets it slightly wrong at times, right? And you realise that actually there are moments in your life when your kids come to you and it's a really important time and your reaction is absolutely key. And that is one of them, right? And I always want to be that kind of mum where I can go, right, tell me so that I can help you with it. Yeah. I don't want you keeping secrets yeah. and worrying about things when you could tell me it's out there. Yeah, maybe a bit embarrassing, but you've got, I'm not judging you at all. You know, I might not like what I hear, but I can help you out with it. Ever since the boys could, could understand, I've always, and there's been argy-bargy, I've always said, listen, I, I, I kind of know what's going on here. Yeah. I, I will, I prefer the truth. I prefer the truth, yeah. you know, and, and there will be consequences, but I, I will be angrier and more upset if you don't tell me. Anyway, so this 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 group of MPs are kind of well, I guess it's, they're basically saying um, it's time for a public health campaign about harmful online porn. A committee of MPs says sexual harassment is ingrained in our culture. Yeah. Pornography is partly to blame. So it's kind of going on that the two are connected, which of course they, they are. It's not the only reason we have sexual harassment, but it's, it's certainly a thing. <clears throat> and um, and I do think that the uh, proliferation of online hardcore pornography. <clears throat> Is is um, as big a problem as as you know kids smoking dope. I think it's as big a problem. Well, it's coming to the way kids dress. You know, way the average kid dresses. Some of it is related to to Playboy and porn. Um, Oh, we just lost Alistair. We'll get him after the news. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. But it's a kind of you know we can call in about that. We'll have a laugh after midnight. Guarantee it, guys. Um, slightly quieter on the phone tonight, but some good quality calls, yes. I would say. Um, yeah, last couple of nights have been mental on the phones. Really, really busy, and it's, it's, it's sort of quietened down a bit tonight, which is absolutely fine. It's half term, isn't it? Um, it's that weird, it's that weird half term as well, when the weather's a little bit lousy, and what are you going to do in October, man? What is, what is there to My do? My kids are in their pyjamas for most of the day today. Good for them. My boys are out geocaching with their mum. But they were cheating. They went and found <laughs> they went and found ones that we'd already found because they're doing it with a different login. They can do them again. And I said, but I found them up. I said, boys, we found those ones. Yeah, I know. But go and find some different ones. Outrageous. Go and find some different ones. Um, we've got another hour of this nonsense before Paul Ross comes in at one o'clock. Uh, if you want to give us a call about porn or about or anything, you know this, you know the drill. You're allowed to phone in about absolutely anything you want. And sometimes it gets a little bit heavy. Sometimes it gets a bit light. Oh, I want to talk to you about Twitch afterwards. I'm on I'm on Twitch now. I'm a Twitch affiliate. I'm not a partner yet. I'm an affiliate. And I think this is going to be the thing that's going to make me a load of money. I think this is it. I think I found I think I found what's going to make me rich. I'm going to be streaming Red Dead Redemption this weekend. Two days after everyone else because I'm busy. But I'm going to be streaming it. And I suspect I'm going to make a million dollars off the back of that. But I don't really understand how Twitch works. So if anybody knows what I'm talking about, could you give me a call and explain to me what the hell Twitch is, please? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give me or Kath a call. This is the late night alternative. Weeknights from ten only on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. I thought I'd messed it up at the top of the last hour. 
Sam's not so sure now. Sam's looking down. Now Sam's not... Come on the microphone, please, uh, Samson. I thought I'd muffed it up at the top of the last hour. Yeah, you did, but you still played it afterwards. The whole thing? Yeah. You did, were just, you were just slow I? off the mark. Did I? Yeah. Was I? Okay. Did he call me slow off the mark? Yeah, he did. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number of the last hour of the show this evening. Give us a call. It's a full moon, full moon, guys. It's a busy, busy night in terms of what is going on in your mind. Come on, the radio and show. Ah! Talking about something ages ago and like tonight, and I can't remember, but I said there might be two reasons why something happened. And I couldn't... So, so I said, something happened. Now, oh, it was talking about my head. I've got it. I'm remembering it. And I said, ah, there, it, it could be the fact that I'm coming off of my pills. And you went, yes, it is. And I went, oh, no, no, no. There's something. It could be another reason. Oh, go on, then. Do you remember? Yes. You don't remember it? I do remember. Right. So today I drove to Oxford to collect an almost... Sorry? To <laughs> collect an almost complete set of the Unexplained magazine. But Ian, you already had a complete set of the Unexplained magazine. Yes, I had a complete set of the Unexplained magazine. Full complete set of the Full. Unexplained magazine that I got for £20. And then I um, then I decided I didn't want it. Grab pussy! And so I gave it to a charity shop. But then I thought, why the hell did I give that to a charity shop? I could really, really do with that. So I've been on the hunt ever since, and now I've got an almost, almost complete... I'm trying to find... Um, is this it? We don't want to go from a sleazy country to a sludgy country. An almost complete... One of them came up against me. I couldn't touch it. I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. Ooga chaga, ooga, ooga, ooga chaga, ooga, ooga, ooga chaga, ooga, ooga, ooga chaga, ooga, ooga, ooga chaga, 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 so I now got an almost complete set. I'm missing like the last two binders oh. worth twenty quid. So it really is the unexplained. Yeah, you miss a conclusion. Well, I went and met this fella, a bloke called Mark in Oxford, and he went, "Bloody hell, you're Ian Lee." I went, "Yes, I am." I wasn't expecting that. Well, you wouldn't, would you? You the wouldn't expect. strikes again. <laughs> so I've got it. I've, I just need to get the last ones. But there are people on there selling sets, the full set for like a hundred and fifty quid, eighty-five quid, and I send them cheeky offers. Would you take fifty? Which is a good price. No, no, no. I won't take, won't take below 80. I'm thinking, good luck with that, mate. I bought it for £4.50 once. So, up yours, Delors, is what I'm saying. People say, there's the thing about eBay. People try and sell stuff for way too much money on there. People get greedy. And people get greedy, snitches get stitches. Oh. Um, by the way, speaking of snitches getting stitches, right? This whole Jamal Khashoggi thing, or is, um, is, or Khashoggi? Or Kasodji. Kasodji, or all these different variations, right? 
Uh, Donald Trump yesterday, it was the worst cover-up ever. So he's upset that they covered it up badly. badly. Right? And here's the thing, guys. Right? Everyone's angry that the, the, the prince killed this bloke, right? Well, not directly. It was oh, something he denies. I reckon he was, he was there. I was going to say he was there. <laughs> he was watching it on Skype, right? And like, we, the British government going, this is terrible. And America's going, this is terrible. You're telling me the British government, the American government, have never ordered the murder of its citizens? You're telling me that? Tell me that's never happened. Right. Britain has never had someone bumped that, off. that bumped off. That's never happened? Of course they have. Of course they have. We've, we've, they've, we're, just, we've, they've never invited them. To their main office, right? So, so it is. The, it is the fact that it was covered up so badly. That <laughs> and, is the thing. and then took done an outrageous kind of, oh yeah, it was my cousin's friends. You don't know them; they're from another school. Kind of lie. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And then they're finding this poor guy in the garden of the of the bloke that runs the console. Here's the thing, though. I mean, our, our, our government are murderers. The American government are murderers. They murder people. They bump people off. MI five bump people off constantly the russians doing it over here all right fair enough Every, everyone bumps everybody else off and, and we're upset because this guy got bumped up i mean it's horrendous okay this yeah, one was done it was badly done in a real blatant way well so it's the blatancy yes is the thing. it is the blatancy yeah. is the problem so if they, for, from their point of view yes i mean for, well, from, from our your, point of view from, from a human from your point, point of view, of view it's outrageous from that, your point of view what is your, you are don't you want saying anyone murdered but are you saying from your point of view that the blatancy is the problem no, the murder itself obviously is a problem. Okay, but we're murdering people all the time. Well, that's a problem too. But but but, but things but, are done in the name of political expediency. What does that mean? Uh, you know, f- from their point of view, I'm pretty sure whoever is behind this particular killing thinks yeah. that they've done it for the good of the yeah, nation. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course they do. Of course the prince does. As he as he wiped off his dagger. Um, but we're we're killing people. We're killing people. They got busted. And also, and also, and also. Erdogan's angry about it. The bloke in charge of Turkey. I know. That dodge pot. We're on Erdogan's side. All of a sudden. I remember um, about three or four years ago, I had an interview with um, some British people, British TV production crew that worked for Turkish state news television. Right, and they were looking at kind of doing like a Russia Today and setting up a Turkey Turkish state news television in this country and I was up for doing a show on it this before I really was hot on the political I'm not hot on it but I didn't really have a clue what was going on and um it was gonna be like a talk show a chat show and you'd have guests on and you'd discuss stuff and and, and uh so I met the produ- British production people and they were great and then they said oh the, the the head of the Turkish tv channel is coming over we'd love you to meet him I was like yeah sure fine so we went out for a coffee I was talking to this guy and he was he was you know full of sh1t a bit but he was a nice guy and um uh, and he said, you got any questions? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. On this show, how much freedom have we got? You've got all the freedom you want. All the freedom you want. It's independent. It's state-run, but it's independent. I said, okay, fine. So I could criticise Erdogan if I wanted to. See, the president? Yeah. Is I could criticise President Erdogan if I wanted to. Oh, no, 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 no. You couldn't, you, you, you couldn't do that. I said, what if he legitimately had done something wrong that, that was obvious that was wrong... Could I, criti- I could criticise that, couldn't I? No, no, no. 
because he doesn't do anything wrong. All, all these people saying he's like a dictator. All these people saying about these journalists over in Turkey that have been put in prison. Oh, no, this is it, because there have been an attempt at a coup. All these people talking about this coup, they're all traitors. Everyone that got shot, they deserve to be shot because they were traitors, right? Erdogan had to have these people killed. And they just, I then got 15 minutes of bullshine from this guy um, justifying the murder of journalists and innocent people and all of this. And I said, and yeah, you know, so, but but it's but I, it's independent. I can say what I want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just can't criticise the president. No, no, no. Beautiful, fine. Thank you very much. I got it. I've got it. Absolute dodgepots. Speaking of dodgepots, good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. What you got for us? I went to swimming baths yesterday. You went where? Swimming baths. The what, what? Did you go back to the nineteen seventies? Who calls it swimming baths? Me. What's it called? The swimming pool. The baths. It's not the baths. Well, it's not because the baths used to be an actual bath, where you go and have a public bath, or where you go and have a bath. Have you never seen? Have you never seen quadrophenia? They go and have. They go and have baths. Timmy soap, but my shorts are transparent when I go around. You dirty, dirty boy. Anyway, so do you have a good paddle? Yeah. Got got people carrying. Like royalty people, camera on the yeah, one of those um, divan chairs, divan, sedan, C- divan. No, divan chair is what I was thinking of actually, because a divan is um, something slightly different, and that's actually what I was thinking about. How about Britain involved murdering people? Northern Ireland, all of it. Um, yeah, we murdered people in Northern Ireland. I mean, I'm talking more about. Well, yeah, we murdered. We murdered people. We murdered people. Supplied information. Sorry. Supplied information to terrorist organisations. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. We did it. Of course we did it. Everyone does it. All the governments do it. Hey, have you seen the new thing in China, in northwest China? They've got about a million Muslims in prisons and work camps. It's incredible, man, because the Chinese hate the Muslims, like, big time. So they've got, in northwest China, they've got this whole province that they've turned over, apparently, to um, uh, internment camps for Muslims. And there's, like, one camp can hold about 11,000 people. And what they're trying to do is the ones that are, like, you know, slightly weak, weaker-willed Muslims, they're trying to re-educate them into not being Muslims. Um, and, and, yeah, because they've got a load of Muslims in, in prisons over there for being Muslims. It's, it's, an, it's an incredible world that we live in. Incredible world. my favourite story of the week is... Go on. A guy to friend, friend shoplifting... Oh, that's boring, that story. Everyone's going, everyone's going, have you seen the video of David Schwimmer? Yeah, it was rubbish. Oh. I mean... The game shop got robbed and crew today. Three robberies in three days. He got, the game shop got robbed? Yeah. And they won't, won't be getting robbed by me. I've got a voucher for £102. Yes, man, for that's the sex the shop. I, I traded in um, uh, an old Xbox. They, they cut the tradings off. What do you mean they stopped the tradings? That's a lie. Yeah. That, that's, well, that's a lie. That's a big crap. They haven't... Well, no, I traded... All right... I traded in an Xbox One, one terabyte, and I got 118 quid. That's crap, is it, mate? Is, that, cra- is, that, is that crap, is it, Jerry? I've got a US import, green one. I couldn't give a stuff, mate, and now you're getting cut off, so up your bum. I've got a good trading price. Got a voucher. Got a voucher. Went and bought a load of Skylanders. Went and bought a lo- the boys bought a handful of Skylanders, right? And it cost £2.50. I went, what? Because Skylanders I've been buying are like 16, 20 quid. Two, and said, oh, no, these are really old ones. This one, look, this one's worth ten pence. Like, right, boys, go and get some more. They we'll, work, yeah, don't they? yeah, they work. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, here we go. We'll, we'll indulge this for a second. Good evening, Robert Lindsay. 
Good night, Chuck. How are you doing, mate? I'm very, very well, Robert. What have you got for us tonight? I've heard you up for some trade. Yes? Well, uh, what do you want? Um, I want to make love to you. OK, OK, OK. Well, you do know I'm heterosexual. Yeah, yes. Are you homosexual? I'm, I'm pre- listen, I'm at a stage in my life, uh, Bobby, where I'm, I'm prepared to see which way the wind blows. I like Bobby. Bobby's nice and informal. like it. Yep. Well, I want, us to, I want us to have a laugh more than anything. I want us just to, to relax and enjoy each other's company and then see what happens. Well, we can give it a go, I suppose. OK, fine. Look forward give to it. it. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. I'm seriously considering coming off of the uh, unliking... The talk radio Facebook page, because the number of thick, knuckle-dragging, racist, illiterate, aggressive Tommy Robinson fans that post on there, it just every day I just click on it. I think, oh, geez, I don't want to. I don't want their ridiculous, nonsensical, right-wing, abusive. Uh, 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 bile in my Facebook feed. Here's what it says. The thing about Tommy Robinson. I think the establishment... This is John Barber. I think the, he's got a picture of a poppy. I think the establishment is starting to regret their attempt to silence Tommy Robinson. The attempt to jail someone for campaigning against child rape in capitals has not gone down well with it. Gone down well with the British public. And the MSM have damaged their integrity by supporting the establishment line. Idiot. He wasn't campaigning against child rape. He was committing um, contempt of court. I'm against child rape. I'm also against racist idiots. Um, and do you know? Um, do you know what song his supporters sang when he came out? Go on. Let's see if I can find it. Uh, Tommy Robinson um, caught. Um, um, when was it? Was it this week? No, I don't think so. That he got free from. Cool. It was this week. He, he's, his case has been handed up, hasn't it? Yeah, but was it? It was this week, wasn't it? Yeah, that, that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I can't find it. Anyway, it, it, there were loads of supporters there cheering him and stuff, and then they started singing. Oh. I said, I'm going to play. I'm going to play probably the best version of the song. Um, Let me play. Let's play a song, shall we? Not many calls. Let's play a song. So we're going to play this, right? I think this is the best version of the song. This is the song that Tommy Robinson supporters decided to sing uh, when he came out of um, court the other day. Here we go. You ready? Have some of this.
Well, I heard there was a secret chord that David played, and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do you? Well, it goes like this: the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, and the major lift. The baffled king composing. Was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof. Her beauty and the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to her kitchen chair. She broke your throne and she cut your hair. And from your lips, she drew. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, there was a time. Remember when I moved in you, and the holy dove was moving too, and every breath we drew is hallelujah, 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 hallelujah,
It's not a cry that you hear at night. It's not somebody who's seen the light. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. 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 Annette, Annette, sorry racists, you don't get that song, you don't get it, you can't have it, you can't have that one, you cannot have that one. Lovely, Jeff, but six minutes 52 of perfection. The thing is, it totally doesn't mean what they think it means, no. they think it's some sort of hymn, some sort of Christian anthem, actually, it, it's not, <sighs> it's not. Beautiful, that. Do you know much about Jeff Buckley? No. He's I great. Don't. Uh, my sister bought me a Jeff Buckley CD for, uh, years ago, and I didn't listen to it for about two years, and I split up with a girl I was with, and uh, I'll play this CD. Well, it's, not, it's not an album to play when you've just split up with someone you've been going out with for several years. Flipping it, but it was... Uh, his dad was Tim Buckley, um, who's... Uh, I never really dug Tim Buckley, but was like kind of like a sort of underground singer in the 60s and early 70s. Then he died very young. I think... I think of heroin. I'm, I could be wrong, and someone will correct me on Twitter. He died very young of heroin, maybe like 27, 28. And then Jeff Buckley kind of grew up. I don't know if he knew his dad. And he was struggling to make it as a musician, didn't know what he wanted to do. And he, a lot of it, the, the best stuff is just him on his guitar. He does a, there's a live album of him. He used to play in this cafe and would just like do like Indian folk songs and that and pop songs. And oh, oh and there's, there's a live album of it. Oh, oh God. And um, he was just about to become a huge star. His first album had done really, really well. And he was, I think, recording his second album in New Orleans. And it got a little high. And um, he went out and he went um, swimming in the Mississippi. He never came back. He drowned. Never came back. He drowned. I think, I think, I don't know if I'm perpetuating a myth here. I think he died at the same age as Dad died, 27. I think... Could have got that ever so slightly wrong. Someone on Twitter will let me know. 
but just real tragedy. Just, you know, years and years of struggling and trying to find his voice and not knowing what he was and living in his dad's shadow. Then does this album and it's going to be huge and uh, then goes for a little swim and midnight and gets pulled under and drowned. So sad. And that that voice, you can just, it, it kind of, you listen to that voice and you think, man, there's tragedy. There's tragedy coming somewhere in that kid's life. And boy, oh boy, it does. I'll do you, um, I'll, I'll do you uh, tape. I'll, do you tape. <laughs> I'll tape the album for you. It's, uh, it, 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 it creates a mood. It creates a mood. It's some, uh, it's some trip that, um, gosh, that was lovely, wasn't it? I'm sorry, racist. You don't get to have that. Cohen. And uh, it wasn't suicide, by the way. It, the, the, the Lane is saying Buckley would kill himself again if he knew Eugenius was being... It wasn't suicide. It was... Um, was it? I don't think it was suicide. I think it was... Uh, maybe it's one of those things where people don't know. I, I, I read, read it in the book. I read that it was just a tragic accident from a very confused young man. Uh, but, yeah, no, Cohen and, and, and Buckley and everybody who's done that song will be saying, I'm, I'm sorry, racists. You don't get to have that one. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. So I've forgotten your name already, excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. While we're doing plugs, I should say Hollow Hand have got their album out, and I, I was waiting for the someone sending me the vinyl, and it hasn't arrived yet. So I've ordered. Excuse me, I've paid for the CD. The CD is coming. They were doing a gig yesterday, and we were invited to it, and I forgot. Um, but Hollow Hand, I love Hollow Hand, and he's got a CD out. And when that comes, I'm going to play the hell out of it, and no doubt we'll play some tracks on this show. Good evening, Simon. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very, very well, Simon. What have you got for us this evening? The Tommy Robinson How Are You Your Song. Yes. They've actually changed the lyric. It's actually called How We Rule You. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. They have. No, they you haven't! Tommy, they have. If you put Tommy Robinson How Are You or You, you can actually read the lyrics. It's brilliant. Wow. Let's see what you make of it. Hang on a minute. Um, Tommy Robinson. How Are You Yeah. And there's a, th- a fifth one that comes up on my search. You've got the lyrics and clips. It's by some American called Owen Benjamin. Tommy Robinson supporters rewrote the uh, lyrics to Hallelujah, and you really need to hear it. Far-right yeah. Tommy Robinson supporters couldn't get any weirder, surely. Well, unfortunately for everyone... So many pop-ups now. With a working brain and a pair of ears, this assumption is false. On the heels of Robinson's... This is from the Indy 100, the Independent... On the on the heels of Robinson's latest court battle, his supporters have written a song to the tune of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, which celebrates Robinson. Thank you for this, Simon. Wow. It was written by Ezra Levant, a Canadian Robinson fan who associates closely with fellow anti-Islam and anti-immigrant cheerleader Katie Hopkins after she was fired. The first line is, first line in his opinion is, I heard there was a secret right. court. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hang on a minute. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Uh, let, uh, um, here we go. It's, 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 uh... <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, that's an advert for um, um, trapping the smell of your poo, which actually <laughs> fits, fits quite well with this. All right, here, let's see if we can do this. Um... <laughs> that was brilliant! Oh, this is the best thing I've ever. This is great. All right, we're gonna have fun with this. Here we go. So this is the this is the the rewrite of. Um, I heard there was a secret court where journalists weren't allowed to report, but you don't really care for freedom, do ya? 
It goes like this without the fifth. The gavel falls and they cuff your wrists. It's not okay that this is how they rule ya. This is incredible. How they rule ya. How they rule ya. How they rule ya. How they rule ya. There's more. There's plenty more. There's plenty more. Here we go. Here we go. It's the GCSE project. Now, Tommy has been here before. He's seen his room and he's walked this floor. Last time they tried to kill him, but he endured ya. They didn't try to kill him, did they? They need the votes for the growing state and won't stop who their voters rape. It's not okay that this is how they rule ya. 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 Now, I haven't got all the lyrics on the, the screen. They don't fit into this, so we, we'll do as best as we can, OK? <laughs> Certainly got the next verse. This Simon, this is the best thing ever. Thank you. You're doing it justice. Thank you, brother. Now, there was a time... There was a time... The press lets you know who is really coming to your shores. But now they never tell the story true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The state tries to say Tommy has racial hate. It's really a fear of a caliphate. The state says no. Take it, it's how we rule ya. How we rule ya. <laughs> how we rule ya. How we rule ya. One more verse. I don't see the final line, but I'm going to give it my best. I've got to, I've got to go back because I don't think this version is long enough. I've got to go back. Hang on. I've got to go back because this that version's too short to get the final verse in. Right. Here we go. Here we go. I don't know what the last line is, so I guess. We can make it up. P. The files are celebrated. Tommy Robinson is incarcerated, but you never seem to care for children, do ya? The grooming gangs moved in on you, and the kids looked up to you for truth. But please just don't say that's how we rule ya. How we rule ya, how we rule ya, how we rule ya, how we rule ya. Oh, 
I'm fantastic. <laughs> how do you think? How do you think a late Leonard Cohen will be thinking about this? <laughs> Both Canadians. Both written by Canadians. Probably best we don't discuss anything further, as it's all being handed upwards. Well, it's well, it's been handed upwards, but it's not it's not contempt to court anymore. Wow, it's not contempt to court anymore. Oh, I wouldn't have done that if it was contempt to court. Um, that is the most. Oh, hello. Um, the hello. Well, I don't know where that's coming from. What is hello? It's Leonard. Leonard summoning up again. <laughs> Leonard is summing up again. Wow, Simon, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Thank you so much for making me aware of that, brother. Cheers, Ian. Th- Good night. Th- thank you. Thank you. Wowzers. Um, I've got quite a nice voice, haven't I? Yeah. Thanks. Good evening, Jonathan. Famously, yes, you've got a great voice. Yeah, uh, I like so. this guy. This guy <laughs> is the kind of guy yeah, I want on my show. What, a bum lick. Right, it's, uh, yeah, famous, want... that's what people have, people have said, but... Um... Oh. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not actually a critic or, or a judge. You're gonna, you're uh, gonna, get, you're gonna get a slap now, but you're gonna love it. No, no, I, you know, I, I didn't need a deaf experience the other day. Go on, um, what happened, man? Tell us about it. Well, so we went out, went out on mates. You know, you know when you have, you have a few bellies, and uh, yeah. next thing, end up in an ambulance. Why well, you didn't know about it? And you well, wake up, yeah, in the hospital, yeah, and then. Your, your best mates there, and you, you say, well, you, you, well, "This well, is actually a true story, isn't it? This is not." No, this is genuine, I'm, I'm genuine waiting for the punchline, and I'm thinking, "It's going to be, it's going to be weird." This is absolutely true. This is actually true. So last last Friday, we 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 go out, having a good time. Bam! Next thing, yeah, I'm in the um, I'm in the um, in the the accident emergency. Um, Bless you. And um, what happened to you, man? Up. I think, well, I don't know. We, we don't know. Well, your friends, we your is, friends are so annoyed by you that they kicked you in. No, no well, apparently not, because one of them sat sat with me and went, um, yeah, we're, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, actually, what, what the hell are you doing here? And um, this no. isn't my bed. Uh, this, is, this is definitely not my bed. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and um, just what you think. Um, well, you've uh, not told us what happened. What happened? Well, we don't know. Well, you know, like, probably someone spiked well, my drink. Well, hang on a bar. minute. But, you, you, but your friends must have known how you, how and you, why you got to hospital. Oh no, there was a whole, um, a whole uh, falling over, and then ambulance, and then you know the, oh, we need an ambulance. Chicken cottage man, please bring. Do you think he needs an ambulance? Yes. Chicken cottage man says yes. Are you drunk now? Ambulance. No, 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 no. I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, no, have it's you had a, have you had a drink tonight? Uh, maybe one or two. Yeah, but, yeah because, is, uh, you're, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is a great story, Jonathan, but you're telling it appallingly and jumping okay. all over and then jumping all over the place in it. I don't know, like the way a drunk man would tell a story. Wow, you should have seen me last week. I was in Chicken Cottage. I know. Sorry? What's that? <laughs> he was in Chicken Cottage. Proper oh, halal. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's yeah. for the crowd. That's for Catherine. That's fine. No, okay, but you're more drunk than you think you are, and you're drunk to kind of an amusing level, but also kind of a slightly tedious level, Jonathan. Phone me up when you're not drunk and tell me this story. Fair <laughs> I couldn't even make out Chicken Cottage. It just sounded like all one Proper noise. Halal, isn't it? He, uh, fair play, he took the criticism on the chin. Well, I can't argue with it. <laughs> <laughs> Have I, am I behind? I'm on, there's an ad now. Let's do it. 
late night conversation wealth losing sleepover the late night alternative with Ian Lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk there are times and I've said this before I hate this country I hate this country there's so many seas here they're just full of seas so depressed I was I was in Luton actually when I heard it coming back from Luton uh yesterday or the day before and um heard uh yesterday you know the hundred it sounded like i didn't see a picture but it sounded like on the radio the hundreds of people that had turned up to cheer mr robinson as uh he left court and i just and they're cheering and chanting and i just thought oh jesus this country's screwed this country's screwed. It's theirs now. It's, it belongs to the racists and the thickos, the, the ones. And here's the th- here's the thing. Here's the thing, thickos. Here's the thing, you thick, dumb racists who complain about free speech being taken away. I got two things for you. Let this let this sink into your thick skulls. First of all, the reason that he was arrested and went to prison initially is for contempt of court. He was um, putting online the identities of people who are being tried. At, in court, and that could have jeopard- that could have jeopardized the whole case, and they could have got let off. They could have got let off. Luckily, they didn't get let off, and they got found guilty. Right? I'll say it. I'm mainstream media. Yeah, m- most of them were Pakistani men. I say it. It's not a cover up. We're not told. You can't mention that it was significantly Pakistani men that groomed those girls, some as young as eleven. You can't mention. No one. It was, it was mainly Pakistani men from a specific region of Pakistan. We can say that. We can say that. It's disgusting, right? You can be against uh, people who rape children um, and and not be a massive racist. But here's um, here's the second thing, right? Here's the second thing. All those people go, it was free speech. It's free. Tommy Robinson's been denied his free speech. Everybody, I can't say, I've been denied my free speech, right? You want your free speech and you have those pictures of Tommy Robinson with the tape. Well, here's the thing, right? If you're going to put up your picture of Tommy Robinson with the tape, then right next to it, man, you need to have a picture of Anjam Chowdhury with tape over his mouth. Because oh, that's free speech. That guy went to prison for free speech. What? You've got to defend both of them. If you're defending free speech... Ah, but Anjam Chowdhury's brown. If you're defending free speech, you've got to defend both of them. You've got to defend Tommy... Robinson, Stephen Laxley, Yaxley Lennon, and you've got to defend Anjan Chowdhury. If, they, they, if, if, if they're both going to prison because of things they have said, then that is wrong, isn't it? If you're defending free speech, then both of them should be allowed to say whatever they want. They are both cheeks of the same arse. And all you thick supporters, all you thick knuckle-dragging Tommy Robinson supporters, and all you thick knuckle-dragging, sometimes driving cars at people, Anjan Chowdhury supporters, you're the hole in between their buttocks. You're the hole in between the arse cheeks of Robinson and Chowdhury. That's what you are. You disgust me, and this country sucks because of people like you, and you guys have won. And you know what? You can have it. Have it, you stinking racists, and you stinking terrorists, and all of you. Just have it. I've had enough of this shithole. I've had enough of it. Well, where are you going to go? Okay, France. You can't go to France because France is full of racial tension. America, that's not going to happen. Japan, Japan's a really racist country. The The whole place is screwed. So we'll do. Let's just nuke everything. This is what we should do. Nuke everything. After Paul Ross's show at one o'clock, because actually I quite like to listen to that, because it's a good show. 
But nuke everything, and let's just start again. Because we're screwed. We got it wrong. We got it wrong years and years ago. And the skews come off the treadle, to quote Monty Python. And it's over. It's over. It's over. Who cares about this stupid world full of thickos and racists and and terrorists and dullards and just scumbags? In the meantime, uh, the uh, Late Night Alternative provides an oasis of celebration (sighs) and love and light Away from all that stuff. Normally. That's what happens. Have you got anything to uh, enlighten the uh, boys and the girls? I was going to say, you've got this one. Nostalgic Brits. Oh, yes. 20 things Brits would miss most if they went back in time. Yeah. I mean, this sounds like something from a blind well, date. When are we going back in time? We're not. You know, you know um, John Lewis are going to stop selling DVD players? Yeah. What the heck? I only bought a DVD player about a month ago. My one, well, I've lost the remote control for it. DVD players are great. They're like they're 20 well quid. They're well cheap now, aren't they? That's 20 quid. You go in Tesco's, you can get you can get a cracked one, which means you can watch DVD for around the like 15, 20 quid. Gosh. Beautiful. Beautiful. Marlene. There's an impression for you. Marlene. Marlene. Here. Here, Rodney. Here, here Del Boy. Here, Del Boy. No, I'm doing Rodney. Oh. Here, Del Boy. Yes, Rodney, you absolute dickhead. <laughs> Marlene. Go on, sorry, Kev. Hey, Rodney, I was... Rodney, Rodney, hey, Rodney I was a bloody heart check there. I thought... Oh, oh so it was a bloody old bill coming round. Shut up, Grandad, you dickhead. Doing all the catchphrases. All the catchphrases. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Grandad, you dickhead. Now, who wants to buy this? It's uh, cocaine. I missed that one. That was a good one, man. Anyway, go on. Sorry, Catherine, please. A poll of 2,000 adults found almost one in five would love nothing nothing more than to revisit the era of the Beatles and free love. They'd forgotten what it was like then or they weren't there. Here's the thing. There were only... Everyone everyone in the 60s, we know, was taking LSD and and shagging and smoking weed. No, they weren't. It was about 120 people. Mm -hmm. 120 people. Uh, were taking LSD and having sex with beautiful people and different partners. and Yeah, but do you know what? Even those beautiful people stank because yeah. they only had a bath every, like, yeah. third Tuesday well, in a month. I was going to say, here's the thing, guys. And it was after their dad had been in it. The toilet was outside. Even Paul McCartney's toilet was outside. He was lucky. He probably had toilet paper, but most people had bits of newspaper to wipe their bums on, on the jack seat, outside. So you go back to the 60s and you see how happy you are. Carry on, please, Catherine. Nostalgic Brits would most likely to like to turn back time and relive the swinging 60s, according to research. A poll of 2,000 adults found almost one in five would love nothing more than to revisit the era of the Beatles and free love. One-fifth of those questioned wished they'd been around to witness the moon landing in 1969. Why? You can see it on the telly. Yeah. While 14% would have loved to see England... Or can you? You can certainly see footage of some men on a big round thing with blackness behind them. You can do green screen on PlayStation 4. Did you know that? You knew that. Okay, why didn't you tell me that? While 14% would have loved to see England winning the 1966 World Cup with football and that. Go and get the video. Go and YouTube it. JFK's assassination. I'd like to have seen that. I mean, gosh, fun times. I would love to have been that. And the Beatles playing at Shea Stadium in Queens. Even the Beatles didn't enjoy that. No. There are also key events of the 60s that Brits would have loved to have been around for. Well, you'd still be watching those things on the telly. Yes, man. Interestingly, okay, they promise... 
The study, which was conducted in conjunction with something, 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 I'm not going to read out. Time, found travel, the 19, time travel limited incorporated. The 1910s and 20s are among the decades adults would most like to have experienced. Why? I bet it was horrible. I bet it was miserable. Here's the thing that everyone does wrong with time travel, right? So, so where would you go to, Catherine, if you had a time machine? Oh, hmm. Uh, can I go forward? Thank you. I knew you'd get it. I knew you'd get it. Yes. Yes, you can. Go forwards. Like to... Go f- three three months. Oh, flipping it. No, go forward like a thousand years. That's what oh, I don't do. want to go a thousand years. Well, what are you going to go? They're thinking, everyone goes, oh, I'd go back to the 60s. Oh, I think I'd go back to the, um, the 1800s. No, why? We know what it was like. It sucked. Let's go forward a thousand years. Let's take some designer drugs that aren't actually bad for you. Let's have, like, like future sex with a sex bot. And let's live it up a little bit. Whoa! Yes, the future. I'd just kind of like to see if my kids are all right. I've been to the year 3000. I copped off with your great-great-granddaughter. That's a Pornhub search that they haven't done yet, but I'm sure it'll come. Many would like to visit England centuries ago to find out how some of our longest-running traditions came to be. Boring idiots. Listen to this. This is nonsense. Cool. This is nonsense. This is like putting on your CV that you like walking, <laughs> reading, and 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 socialising with friends. Yeah. <laughs> what if I... they, they want to go back to visit England centuries ago to find out how some of our longest-running traditions came to be, Keith? Mm-hmm. These include maple dancing, the summer solstice at Stonehenge, and bonfire night. We yeah. know how those happen. Here's an idea. Why don't you go and buy a book? <laughs> One in five adults would like to travel back to the 1800s, and one in seven would like to travel back to the year 1500 or beyond. Oh, jeez. This is why I hate people. No one's got any... No one's got any oh. imaginazione. One in five would like to travel back in time so they could invent something, become fabulously wealthy. What, you mean steal someone else's idea why in life? You, why don't you work hard and invent something now? Invent a real thing. <laughs> yeah, so they're stealing someone else's idea. Well, you, also, you couldn't do that. Come in, Paul. You couldn't do that. Because then you screw up. You're not stopping. Cold in here. Oh, like sh- come on. You look like... Um, a killer. Corto Maltes. What's his name? Corto uh, Maltes. Yeah, there's a... there's a. Is that, chair, is that a chair dry enough for you? It tonight, is today. Okay. <laughs> My daughter said I look like Captain Birdseye in this. <laughs> yeah, this no, you fella. don't. Because Captain Birdseye's fit now. He's sexy now. Sorry. I mean, he hasn't got a silvery grey beard then. No. Anymore. No. Oh. He might have got brought the beard back, but he's buff. No, he was some kind of Italian male model, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, it? yeah. Sacrilege. What have you got? What, 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 this coat, right? It's nice, that. This coat, super dry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A tenner, brand new, a car boot, end of line stuff. Fits me perfectly. Ten pounds. because I never look at the clothes at the car boot. I'm, I'm books, I'm knickknacks, I'm records. That's great. Ten I never look at the clothes. I've had a couple of pairs of Levi's that were a fiver each. Both too small for me, so I go into the charity shop. But this coat works for a tenner. The coat works yeah. beautifully, yeah. doesn't it? He's a comic book character, Italian, Corto Maltese. Oh, with a captain's cap on. This fella. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, I don't know what you mean, yes. Well, that's what those peacoats uh, always remind me of. Better than the aged Captain Bird. Yes, like, it's it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Kath. You're welcome. Paul Ross, oh, it's always a pleasure to see you. Um, have you seen the new Queen movie yet? I haven't, no. I'm trepidatious. Uh, I think it's going to be a stinker. Yeah. Alan Caddick liked it, but then Alan Caddick, you He know. said it was a 20-minute... Um, we will, we will rock you at the um, yeah. The spoiler alert: thing. the last twenty minutes is, is they recreate the, the whole concert. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll and also they've YouTube. got somebody who looks like a, if you stretch the dwarf at a Game of Thrones, yeah. they've got that person playing Bob Geldof. 
I um, <laughs> one of my favourite films is Hyster- Hysteria, the Deaf Leopard story. Oh yes, have you I seen love it? Le- yeah, that's, I oh, love the Leopard. I, I love it, man. Hey, I, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the first couple of minutes today, and it's great. It's him driving along a motorway, right? Except there are sort of dried trees. It's obviously a desert, yeah. and there's a sign that says M25 <laughs> Sheffield, 52 miles away. <laughs> And it's that, that, but this Queen thing, I've got no, a feeling it's going to no. be a stinker. Well, and yeah. I, I, you know, I've met Brian May, what a lovely, lovely yeah, yeah. gentleman, and uh, Queen are okay. Come but... me, yeah, they're okay, Queen. They're and okay. It's that yeah. thing where you think, I mean, there are great biopics like the to- the I Tonya thing was brilliant because you've got that kaleidoscopic. Oh, that was done life. really well. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this, I think, is going to be issue because this three of them are still alive. They're not going to have a kind of objective view allowed, are they? They've got their was, own history. Well, well, this is it. It was going to be Sasha, wasn't yeah. it, as, as Freddie Mercury? But the way it was reported in the press was. He Freddie wanted, Mercury. Sorry. He wanted to do... <laughs> was he an Italian pasta? He wanted <laughs> Mercury. to do the warts and all. Or, but maybe focus more on the warts. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, no, 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 no. We Rumours of do... dwarves running around with bowls of bowls cocaine, cocaine strapped to their yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and obviously the Queen said, no, we want to you know, do a nice yeah. film about our mate. Yeah. OK, well, good I'll luck. I'll probably give it a watch on, you know, I would say DVD, but that's aging me, isn't it? I'll download it John and stream Lew- it. D- legally? Yeah. Not from, not from a torrent site. I've, you know, I've never streamed anything. Really? Yeah, and I'm just, you know, there's no school like the old school. Wow, do you know, you've got me on Netflix. Netflix is Netflix, streaming. Oh, is it that's, still, that's is that the streaming. same thing? through my telly, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. So through your telly, yeah. You can, get, you can like, that's the internet oh, on hey. your telly. I'm so hip, I didn't know. There you go, you <laughs> see. Well, well done, Grandad. <laughs> now, what is on your show? What is on your well, show tonight, Paul? Serious business tonight. Go on. 100 years ago last week, Adolf Hitler was invalided out of the front line. He'd been in the front line through the whole of the Great War. He won the Iron Cross, promoted to corporal, yeah. with blindness. Oh, it was, yeah. in fact, hysterical blindness. He mm. was sent to a convalescent home, and the only way they could get him out was they had to convince him he had a proper blindness by mustard gas. He'd been gassed many times, and they hypnotised him. And there's a oh. fascinating new book out. I've spoken to the author. He's a neuroscientist, proper medical doctor, and he found that Hitler was extensively hypnotised twice in his life. The first time boosted his confidence and said, very few people can come back from this. Only the chosen can come back. Only the chosen wow. can come back. They've got the medical records now. The second guy was a fascinating bloke. The movie waiting to happen of Moravian Jewish heritage, masqueraded a Danish aristocrat, would sell out big arenas in Germany as a clairvoyant and mass hypnotist, and he worked with Hitler and the Nazis, died in mysterious circumstances after uh, lending millions of marks to the SA, as was the Brown Shirts. Yeah. It's an amazing story. It's part of our great war builder. I cannot wait. Isn't that funny? Because a lot of those... You know, I was a hypnotist for... I did stage yeah. hypnotism with McKenna. And a lot of those... You watch the footage of Hitler giving those amazing speeches, and amazing in the terms of the, the control... And he's kind of doing a lot of hypnotic techniques, you know, the the raising it's of the voice. Certainly and... worked with him on his stagecraft, and yeah. I suppose. So maybe it's that as well. Yeah, there's a bit of that in there. And the other thing Hitler yes. used, which you're going to hear about, is subsonics. Have you heard this theory? The brown noise. Yeah, and before people, before he came on, he would send this out, and people would feel uncomfortable, pains in their bellies. Yeah. The minute Hit was on stage, they would stop transmitting it, and the weight was lifted. The relief. Yeah. Because we've only got 20 seconds. We but... do that with uh, Matthew Wright these days. Oh, God. The build-up to his show is real, and then suddenly all, you know, the, the furors <laughs> arrive. My radio doesn't work at that time, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, Paul Ross is up next. It's always worth a listen. He puts more work into his show than £10 anybody else jacket. Does. Get your £10 jacket. <laughs> two, two for a 12 quid. We will be back tonight at 10. Don't forget, podcasts are plenty. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. Paul Ross is coming up next only on Talk Radio.